and welcome to Spotlight, the official podcast of Grapple. I'm Beto. I'm JP. And I'm Matty. Matty's here. Happy Montreal Month for everyone who celebrates. It's uh, <laughs> it's the beginning, Matty. We have to have you on. But, uh, the, the official beginning is this week. Your uh, yes. your brainchild is, uh, is taking place over on the on the Patreon. Twenty five years in the making. Um, feels like Big Show's barbecue that we all had that that year. Yeah. It's, uh, it's done after. No, this. I might get <laughs> am I getting the blame if everyone fucking hated? That's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to shift it over to you. Yeah. Do you remember, was well, that your idea when we did that? When we did the we, what did we do? Big Show. 20 years like of a uh, oh, big show yeah yeah it wasn't <laughs> fully my idea but i was well on board for it like definitely well on board but show loved as it. i said to you when neil docking asked him about it in an interview didn't he neil docking oh, yeah. was like oh did you know that uh that some people in there the liberal area had a barbecue in in 20 in honor to your 20 year career he's like oh i thought they were making fun of you but in the end i thought it was pretty cool it's like oh the show good lad nice yeah. man <laughs> he was, he was, he was sound, but I did say, didn't I, Benno, that uh, after this month is over, you won't hear me say the word Montreal ever again. <laughs> well, like, it's done, it's completely done there, Benno, <laughs> officially. It's over. <laughs> we, we should get Robert Brocky back on to talk just about the city of Montreal. Yeah, just so we can get saying, that yeah. further like, tie-in as well. Hmm. What, what was the sociological situation going on? Like it's Baltimore <laughs> and the fucking wire. <laughs> how, how much was a carton of milk in 1997 in Montreal? Just random questions, just ask them. Well, there was a fair, famous dairy strike, but I won't bore it. Uh, <laughs> that had to kill Uni Gareth. We, uh, we obviously we've got yeah. uh, in the in the it kind of uh, ready there in the bank, ready to uh, to come out on Wednesday on the actual anniversary itself. We recorded uh, yeah. our flashback show yesterday, but yeah, Gareth was telling us uh, tales of his uni days again, JP. So I'm pretty sure uh, a pint of milk wasn't too expensive in those days. Cause I think that's that's what uh, no. young Gareth, who spent the rolls money on, he was telling us about running to the uh, the end of his road to ring. Um, was it the PWI hotline, Matty? The day PWI, after, yeah. The day after yeah. That. <laughs> what we're gonna do, JP, is I'm I'm coming to me, Matty. Gareth, I gotta go and find the phone box because it's in like the Egbert area, and we'll get a photo in front of it, like a bit of bit of wrestling history where uh, Gareth found out yeah. that Montreal was not aware. Um, that's gonna be the, uh, <laughs> to be the caption. <laughs> Why the internet did exist? It wasn't great, and it was dial up. Mm. But a university, you just went into like library or a computer, and you went right sitting up here because there were lads playing championship manager they just installed on these fucking oh, computers and just <laughs> sat there for 24 hours a day just went yeah this is my degree but JP um, he said though didn't he he took the week off he took the week <laughs> off really because he was that fucking excited about what happened at the end of the match <laughs> I was like, I was saying like you say the internet was around, but I found out I was saying on the show preview for the Patreon. I was I found out about it on Paramount Text on like the mailbox letters page. That's what I found. That's that's like the year we were in. Like I was saying though, JP. Like I feel like it changed my wrestling fandom. It was like up until that point because it may just be an age thing. But I was like 12, 13. I was still watching wrestling, cheering for Shawn Michaels to win his matches. You know, not necessarily cheering for the good guys or the bad guys, but you know what I mean? Following it in that way. And then Montreal happens and it's like this 
psychological change from you know following it to analyzing it. I feel like that's a hard cutoff point for me. Like I my, again, yeah. like you and you and Gareth being a, a little bit uh, older than me, I don't know if like you were probably already watching it, going ah that fucking that uh, yeah. these cunts don't know how to work. That Mark Miro, he can't he can't do, do an armbar. He doesn't do as many moves as as so and so. <laughs> you're probably already in that mode, but like for me, it's like I, I, I re- kind of realized reviewing the show that's the hard split there for me and my fandom. I can completely see that. I, I don't think I was that analytical. I think I was more like, I'd be more influenced by like the kind of crash TV nature because I was like fucking 18, like mm. 19 for God's sakes. Um, but I was like, because I was also at like university when it happened. I was like genuinely shell-shocked because I was like, how the fuck did this, like what is, it was like the time that wrestling became real and I was just sort of twigged off so I didn't know about the contract negotiations, but someone has that sign. I know you would have talked about, hey, Brett, why wait? Leave, just Brett leave, with one leave. T or two T's, Gareth will be feeling it. <laughs> well, <laughs> shocking. And he mentions in Canada getting that In Canada, well. though. <laughs> Who is Brett with two D? Actually, Brett, is it Brett Lord? that is how you spell two it. Two T's as well. <laughs> I grew up not knowing that though. It's like Rick Flair in it, like Rick R I C for Rick. You just kind of just assume that's normal as you go on. The other big one on that show, there were a lot of it was like Kane had just debuted, hadn't he? So the fans hadn't got onto it yet. So it was like C A I N or C N N E. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh, because of course. Yeah, that was the month that. before, wasn't it, Hell at the Cell for yeah, Michaels yeah. to get the pay per view shot? Mm, yeah. History, mate. And that, that brilliant fucking angle with. Oh, with Michael sitting Taker with the chair and stuff. Mm, Man, I'm yeah. Looking so good and all that. I look so looking forward to listening to that. Mm. Well, as well as that, you can listen to Matty. You did. Uh, you just did a must see matches on uh, Alan Cell, didn't you, Matty? You just uh, yeah, perfect yeah. tie. Mm. Uh, no, I don't think it's out. Maybe tomorrow. Um, mm. I think it's coming out tomorrow. But as you say, JP Perfect Tie and all mm. that period, it just links all in, doesn't it? And mm. yeah, the great time on that. And it's you know one of my favourite matches that hell in the cell. Probably top five WWE match for me. Mm. Um, yeah, and yeah, it was that. great stuff revisiting that. Like, are we done with 1997 now? Is that it? Like, we, <laughs> I think better, with... not just Montreal. I think 97's <laughs> got to be put to bed now. We've done it. <laughs> I think we have, haven't we? We've I don't know, have we done? Have we not done early '97? I feel like we've ignored that. We've gone hard. We've done the hearts, didn't we? With, we the, with the cage heart, before yeah. Mania and that, yeah, yeah. We've still got, we've still got like eight months of WCW in the year 2000. That at some point we should get there because we've only really covered a four month period. We're doing the powers that, that be, like... JP. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Ma- Matty on Earth that this week, didn't you? The, uh, did you watch it, JP? Matty's uh, uh, was it the Happy Birthday message you got from Russo? Was it on your? Oh, I did. Oh, yes. <laughs> Fucking brilliant! <laughs> What's he saying? To you? He's I like, oh, that. oh, Matthew. Uh, yeah, I know. You know, you like know. you're a man after my own heart. You know, it's all about the characters and the storylines. Two wrestlers <laughs> turn up to the arena in trunks and want to wrestle. That's not compelling. Wagner on a pole. You've got a story. I fucking love it. I thought that was the intro. Now it's in. It's after. <laughs> It's got to be used. It's like I'm on two minutes long, yeah. isn't it? He's loving it. He's proper getting into it though, and he, you know, good on him. When are you getting him over to uh, to come and do a podcast with us, mate? We'll do uh, we'll do a versus with Russo. <laughs> would you ever remember? Um, I think there was a, this was before TNT, Ben. There was a show booked in Liverpool mm. that Nick Aldis was on, Nick Mickey James, and Russo was booked. Russo was booked for it, you know. Mm. And I was emailing them at the time, saying, "Obviously, if you're <laughs> over here, if you're over here, you know, blah de blah." And he had to cancel because I think his um, 
I think it, one of his parents passed away, so he had to pull out of coming over. Mm. And I was gutted because he, as he says in that video, he's a big Beatles mark, and he? he's a big like. <laughs> you were totally of yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's meeting the wrong people then. Because yeah, if it's yeah. Beatles entertainment, you want you're not getting it from, from getting Matty or Benno. No, you're not. You'll get but, a cursory mention of you'll hear this shit a lot. Like, yeah. <laughs> would you have Adam Rabbit yeah. to be mad? Would you come the day? I would have put him I would have put him up for the weekend, mate. <laughs> would, would you have pretended to have liked the Beatles? Like oh like JP, you know what? I probably would have just been civil and just would have not nodded my head and I wouldn't have like actually said my true feelings on it. But I, I couldn't have lied to I couldn't have lied to myself saying I was a big fan though. I couldn't have done that. What would you uh, if Russo came around for tea, what what's what's on? What are you making him? I assume the heating's going oh. on, you know. It's uh yeah. Oh uh, no, it's going off no one. No. <laughs> what would I make him? What's it? That'd be Scouse, wouldn't it? That'd be a nice Scouse. <laughs> Get in the slow cooker and then turn out it was a fucking something else and swerving with the food in it. Just little jokes sp- in there. Like. I spent about 10 minutes explaining to Steph what Scouse was and then she was like, so Irish Jew. And I was like, yeah, basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Under a different name. Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff, though. Hearty meal. It's like, argue with it. it's, oh, it's like the perfect weather now. Buns debate, isn't it, with that? For this. It, so it's perfect now for this time of year, Scouse. Yeah. Scouts oh. out. Yeah. Carrots, though, Ben. Plenty of carrots in your scouse, mate. Gotta oh, be. yeah. Like the big, like, c- <laughs> big circular, chunky ones. Bit of potato. Yeah. 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 It's you the one exception. You're putting it though, Ben. Are you putting it dodgy? How do you feel about ketchup or brown sauce going in? You know what? It's not for me, but I've heard it. I've heard that a lot. <laughs> Not for, me, like not for the me, Benno. The gravy's enough. The gravy's enough. Can you see why what people like JP? it? Is that what it is? I can see why people No, no, no. I wouldn't be into doing having that in there at all. I mean, the nearest kind of sauce. I'm talking about Irish stew and stuff. No, I wouldn't be like leaving it the way Christ intended it to be. Is it just yeah, potatoes, onions, carrots, and meat? Is that all we're putting in then? Pretty JP? much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, there'll be like a kind of a, a like, yeah. But I've got nothing else to add on the issue, really, for this. Other than that, it's made me fucking hungry. But I can't be doing it. My brother would occasionally, I remember him doing that as, as a younger man. He said he regrets it being like ketchup on a roast and stuff like that, which is just On a, on a, a bubble and squeak, that, on a fry up, a bubble and squeak, a bit of ketchup. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's no, fine. That's not a roast. Not on a roast, in it? No. I'll go brown sauce for a fry up, surely. I can't cook ketchup on that. No? You can do both. Yeah, yeah. Um, what are you? Or <laughs> right, if you go to like, point. if you go to Mackey's, you go to, I know you're a change man, Matty. You know you wouldn't there. Yeah. Do this, these. What are you get like? You, if you're a bacon roll man, you go in brown sauce, red sauce. It's got to be brown, isn't it? Oh, Benno, any sort of brekkie is, is ketchup, mate. Yeah, I mean, I like oh, it. And you know what I like? H- HP in, mixed in with me beans, though. The uh, woman in work told oh, me about this, it. and it opened, it broad, broadened me horizons when I see that. Mate. It was like, fucking <laughs> <laughs> HP in, in already ketchupy beans. It's amazing, mate. <laughs> you know, they, can, they sell, like, different t- flavoured beans. You know, you just buy them instead. Oh, curried beans and all that. No, no, <laughs> no. no. They're never nice. It's, no. like those, it's like those sausages in beans. No? It's fucking awful. Oh, I love that. Awful sausages. <laughs> I've oh, I don't mind awful. them, JP. Yeah. I like them. I don't mind them. It's a good hearty, that's a good hearty winter meal, isn't it? Just uh, get, get it red hot and uh, have it on toast. Or something. Ben, I've come to conclude as well, you know, the way I rip you about like, cooking and stuff. You're a pure basics, oh, like tin. Right your tins aren't yet <laughs> fucking packets. <laughs> None <laughs> of this, like... <laughs> <laughs> what have we been supposed to come in like a box like... No, not, not a dish from scratch or not, not like that shit no it's all tins and packets for you lad <laughs> not the Liam's master chef like you mate 
chili sauce and the baked beans oh, as well, and, and, and mayo mayo on the fry up, which is. I can't okay, be doing it. I'm not on that. No, that is that's naughty. God, off mail a bit to be honest. In general, only in the tuna, only in the tuna boys, the mail. Okay, I am scared. I reckon when I because uh, I'm I'm got, got obviously this is my last spotlight for uh, I'm going to be uh, missing next week and then the week after. Uh, I should be back after full, full gear to uh, to do one then. But Matty's uh, jumping in JP and uh, and feeding me cat yes. while I'm away. I'm just expecting Matty to do like a full. There's going to be a full tour on the Patreon of my flat here. Oh, oh cribs! Oh, it's going to be a cribs. Don't you worry about it. Yeah. It's like seeing what food's there. What's in the? Fridge. Oh yeah, no. Oh, I am. Then I'm looking in the fridge. Treat you like one of those coppers investigating Jeffrey Dahmer's flat. Not that I'm saying you like Jeff. Jeffrey Dharma, but you go through and just make sure <laughs> all in working order. I will sit Mulvin's broke right now. That's my defence. You know, there's not. I have to use the hob. You know, what can you do? Yeah, you got only so many, only so many things you can do. Um, with that, uh, it's like I've seen cribs now, JP. Where like you go, have you seen it where they go to the kitchens on cribs and it's just sparkling and never been used? That's like yours, man. Oh, it's never been used. Take that as a compliment. <laughs> It's clean. <laughs> you just you just get load the app up and fucking get a delivery. That's standard. That. <laughs> yeah, I have on first name terms with the uh, the just eat driver. But, uh... <laughs> anyway, uh, I don't know how we got here. Yeah, we talk about Montreal uh, Patreon anyway. Yeah, you could uh, get the, the Montreal stuff as well as obviously we've just with the flashbacks going out on uh, on Wednesday, um, which is uh, me, Gareth, and uh, and Matty uh, revisiting Survivor Series '97. It's going to be while I'm away. There'll be a, a film club coming up with uh, with you. Too and, uh, mm-hmm. and Gareth as well, looking at uh, at wrestling with shadows. We're going to end the month with the uh, the positive, happy story, the happy end that everyone wants. <laughs> Brett and WCW. Uh, we're going to be doing a, yeah. a mixtape on that, and yeah, at some point, me and JP will get in uh, and observe this as well. All the content, all of that stuff for uh, for Montreal month. But going to say we unofficially started it as well, Matty. You were there with the Masters um, deep cut as well. Yeah, people have a check that. Oh, yeah. uh, made up with the feedback yeah. for that one. People seem to enjoy that a little bit. If it, oh. if Montreal's a bit on the nose. Feel as like a wrestling topic. Chris Masters took us into some. It's the completely other end, yeah. Yeah, that was a good laugh. That was that was brilliant. Sorry, even my sofa is like it's heard Montreal and it's had enough. Like whatever <laughs> is on this ledge here. No, but that Chris Master show was just brilliant to do. Um, along with um the original King of the Mountain, Robert Brocky as well, who's an absolutely top bloke. So Legend. loved doing that. Just coming out of it, just with a different. Like when you look at the circumstances of the environment, because it'd be easy to just go, oh, body guy, and you're going to go, he's 22, he's in WWE, he hasn't wrestled much at all. And then you see kind of where he is. And uh, I don't know, apparently he liked the show, we like to think. So, I mean, but I like a retweet I'd, out of it, you know, I'll take that. Yeah, it did. I'll send it across to him. So, big Chris, what do you reckon? Then we'll get him chatting. And then he'll probably say, you were absolutely right every step of the way. <laughs> or I could, imp- or, or we could get Gareth to impersonate Chris Masters for two hours and give us like a fake. <laughs> just, um, just tell people that like, you know, the, you, someone's, you're flogging. I'll tell people Matty's flogging uh, DVDs. Uh, him, and, uh, him and Chris Platter uh, flogging Mottas Alice Masters will turn up. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about that. <laughs> if you listen Make to Chris, we love you. Yeah. <laughs> we say it in jest. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, that was the thing. It was like covering all that. And like JP, obviously you were kind of detached from Do The Be at the time. So like mm. you kind of looking out with a fresh set of eyes. And then yeah, even the post stuff, like fucking saving his mum from a building building, you know, the, all of the PCW stuff, which I'm I'm guessing was uh, was new to you, Matty. Um, but yeah, it was it. Uh, yeah. And he's 39, boys. He's got another run left yeah. in him, hasn't he? Let's be honest. <laughs> he's only 39. Wait. <laughs> he's he's got like another five runs left in him. Yeah. 
<laughs> Book him on New, New Japan Strong. Shits and giggles. What else can happen? Why not? He gets himself over there and they love him. No, you, you wouldn't be that surprised. That's what he's he doing. is. Oh, yeah. You love that little run, Beno. The, 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 the hype behind it. You actually like, discovered it. It's the idea of it. It's this, like, yeah. Death Valley driver, PWO. <laughs> PWO. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like. It feels manufactured. <laughs> it doesn't feel real. But, like, did, did Daddy use listen to Alan Farrell's interview with him? Like, it's like a young Alan Farrell interview. He's, he's, he's so humble, Masters, as well, like, in, like, talking about that stuff and, you know, kind of like, you know, I think he knows that people have that soft spot for the run. So he, he does play up to it. But I think he also right. knows, like, I mean, there were just a lot of the matches on Superstars, you know what I mean? It's like Shellen, a lot of shelling. Yeah, he learned how to sell. He did. Yeah. He learned how to work. Yeah, he's he did. Sell. He did. Yeah. Wait, he's too young for Noah. He needs to want to bide his time before he can get in that Noah main event scene. <laughs> 50, 52 or nothing. That's how they operate. He's another 13 years left in him. We're going to be. They're going to be the drivers for a Chris Masters comeback, I reckon, JP. Hopefully we can oh, we start so. the, uh, the momentum come. We really wish Jeff into existence, so, you know, we can we can wish the, <laughs> for a good guy. We can wish for Masters. <laughs> yeah, I feel like someone who's had, like, who's found a lamp and has met one of those horrible genies and the, the kind of prophecy is going to end up, Jeff comes in and destroys every other <laughs> wrestling company. And he comes in and go. And it seemed like funny to me at the time, him running it. And then you hear my world as we look through yeah. the ashes of <laughs> Western. <laughs> we really have done it all. Like, we might as well get into that. Like, that's kind of going to be our, our, our lead, like, stuff, the, the fallout of Dynamite and stuff. We talked a bit about it on the weekend show. We just don't know where to go in this, Matty, because it's like, no. I think people, maybe we opened this show with my world. We probably did. Like, and people are going to expect us, the, you know, the leaders of the Control F, Jeff movement, JP. You know, we're going to, to be fair, observe this is going to carry on for another 20 years because you, you can find them in every promotion in the world every, that's oh. the joke every observer we open Jeff somewhere whether it's fucking you know so in the 80s you'll be in a territory you'll be in WCW you'll be in WWF now AEW he is the fucking the man who goes everywhere JP wants to start a podcast Forrest Bump where we follow the you know, just you pick any point in history never ends mate Jeff, Jared. <laughs> you know, the planet like... doesn't end planet Jared you, you live on that JP <laughs> mate we're in like we're in like when I broke it down into parts like jeff touring sws in japan that's tenru's promotion after he left all japan that's like a little mini episode in and of itself and i went oh christ this is quite the undertaking to watch what will be the most extensive collection of three-star matches at best (laughs) they'll be there like as a torturous project i'm expecting a child so i'll be up all hours of the night so fucking why not might as well do it now uh, Effie's never getting that win back from GCW, is he? Uh, oh, no. Jeff. No chance. Everywhere. No chance. He should be honoured to lose to the AEW head of business development. <laughs> What's he done this year? GCW. Ric Flair's retirement. The Summer Slam. Summer Slam. That's the thing. Oh, he ran live events for them. Yeah, he did ran he live know, events. Did he? Because he seems to get sacked from every legitimate job. He, no, for every oh, <laughs> Jeff knows what he's doing. I said to you, JP, 100%. Talk. Mm. He's, like, he's the bullshit we've all worked with him he bullshits his way in he's dead you know when you know somebody's dead good at interviews he's probably just dead good yeah. at interviews and then he gets in and he can't actually do the job like that's Jeff and like I was going to say Matt like we've I think we've cornered ourselves here as being like the Jeff loving podcast because like there is I'm, I was split on it when it obviously happened on, uh, on Dynamite last week and I still I'm going to remain split on it it's fucking hilarious because it's Jeff getting himself yeah. another big payday and I appreciate it on that ironic level 
but like the very idea of bringing Jeff Jarrett into your promotion is not one we should probably encourage. Like if we're just if we're being fair, I'm gonna analyze this as a wrestling promotion. One yeah. having him on TV, like as a character who cut who cut the only promo on Dynamite, by the way, and yeah. two giving him an office job, another job for another wrestler. Like it's just like, <laughs> it's the most AEW thing possible. It's funny to do in it. I don't know what your uh, your reaction to it was. I mean, when I seen it, when I woke Triple up, I, like, I, says, yeah. Yeah, I didn't watch it. I just seen it straight away on Twitter. I was like, fuck me, Jeff Jarrett, what's the one? <laughs> the reaction everyone had. Jeff always and wins. I just said, and as you said, though, it's like, in being on telly, he's going to work matches, isn't he? He's actually, he's going to work matches. There's no way he's going to be on telly because he's still fit. He can still have a match. They're going to definitely book him in matches. They're going to do him in Sting, aren't they, at some point? Bad looks a bit. Hmm. It's like, fucking hell. As you say, you got to be fair, Ben. And it's like, what the fuck is going on? What's he doing here, Cam? <laughs> what is he doing? It's hard because it's like... I think he is a great promo. The man in black character I really enjoy. Yeah, that's in good. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> it was the same promo he's, he, he's ever done in his career, isn't it? You've heard it a million times before. It's fucking like, fucking referencing it. like the, the cameramen and stuff because because you know why? Because <laughs> they work for him in TNA. Is that TNA. the first thing you yeah. think of when he comes on telly? It's TNA. It's it's like, remember the first show when Jack Swagger turned up? And, like, me and you were in Germany laughing about it, JP. It was like, that is not what we want this company to be. And, like, you n- I never thought I'd see the Jay Jeff come in. And Connor's right. We're trying to be professional here. It is funny. Don't get me wrong. It's hilarious. It's Jeff. It's Jeff. Jeff always wins. Jeff always gets the payday. It'll end in tears. Or it'll end with him running the company. But, like I say, if we put our serious podcaster hat on, JP, if we're able to with yeah. Jeff. What are they doing? Like, why is, like, <laughs> oh. I don't know. I can't work this out. That was the it was just like Jeff's guitar. That it was. Yeah, that was like the Earth, the Earth turning upside down or something. The planet the, the, the spirit of Jeff is channeling himself into the front room at the moment and just saying, "You can't be saying bad shit about me, slap Um But it, it's I'm I'm like like this is the thing. It's like it, it, it's. It's more the fucking incredulity <laughs> that he gets all of these jobs, generally. Yeah. So after a while, you don't go and think, oh, this man's taken it. You're just like, he's done it again. Yeah. He's done it again, <laughs> and they've fallen for it again. And he's worked everywhere. And it's like, is this going to end? Nope. No, not going to end. New company comes up. Like, you could see a world where it's just like, I need an experienced head to the wrong ring of honour. Jeff? Which, yeah. like, you could, like... It, there is a, as I said on the weekend show, a logic you can apply to bringing him in, like as a backstage figure. That is working on the assumption that he does turn up for work rather than fall asleep. But your point about him being sacked from everywhere is also very, very true. Everywhere that well. he isn't a kind of performer, it never Anthem ends. Well. And him ended up in court. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. They, took, yeah. they literally changed, and again, I know it's hilarious. They turned Impact into Global Force Wrestling for about a week. You still go on their YouTube. Half of their YouTube clips have got Global Force branded on it because yeah. Jeff won for that like couple of weeks, and then it was like, what the fuck are we doing? And then he ended up leaving, and they like they they, they had to they had to change it all back and become Impact. They were that close to becoming Global Force Wrestling, like fucking unbelievable. It's oh, in the Global Wrestling Network. That was his, uh, w- yeah, that was it. Yeah, That'll be yeah, coming back. Yeah. That's what ROH is going to be on. The GWN, Global Force Gold. That's on its Mate. way too. <laughs> Do you reckon he's telling Tony to buy Impact? Going, you oh. bought Ring of Honor, you might as well buy Impact. The tape library's worth something. And I'll tell you what, I'll run <laughs> Impact. And you just Foxy. put your head in your hands and you go, what the fuck is going on? Global Force. And he'll probably stop teeing at people who work for Impact working for Ring of Honor. 
mm. like it's 2005 again or something mm. like that. You, it, But like the, the, the serious kind of point is with him as an on-screen talent, like it is exactly the kind of stuff that I need to be running a mile from. I mean, I heard Todd Martin comment about this on his show. With I Ray listened Taylor. to that, yeah. That and was he, the, he, the spot on JP, Wani. He lost his shit and it's like for good reason. It's like that kind of wrestling has been rejected solely from like big companies. It has been that kind of thinking about it as well. It doesn't work. It works on kind of, if you're doing Ric Flair's last match, that type of stuff for a nostalgia crowd. Right he was brilliant. Yeah. Even Jay Lethal was good there. I gave him compliments yeah. for that, but he was great there. He, he Jeff but, carried that. Yeah. But he's now part of a stable now at this point, which includes him, <laughs> Jay Lethal, <laughs> Sanjay Dutt, Satnam Singh, and Cole Carter. Who, I don't even know. Like, I could have easily made that up. Like, that's one of those names. He's two dimes, isn't he? That's two dimes out of NXT, isn't it? It, yeah. it is. Who's been floating around there like a, a person who the they don't... Yeah. <laughs> there he is. Um, back from the dead. But there's no way, like, it makes no... Like, having him as a character on TV when you haven't got enough TV time for half of the people that you already have under contract is JP. mad building to a match that isn't going to draw. And he got, well, it's him and Sting, which has been done to absolute fucking death if you have any awareness of TNA. Like, it has, but there's no, and WCW, they've done, like, there's no juice in it. There's nothing in there for him. For GCW, sure, there's a novelty value. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, mean, who cares? Like you know, <laughs> he can squash them lots if he wants. To do what? Is he going to work matches? Is he going to put? Who is he going to end putting over? Sting? Does Sting need that? Dar- he puts over Darby Allen. What does that do for Darby Allen? Let's be honest. So like, it's it's only the point. Him him on screen is just there's no 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 need for it whatsoever. At most, he should be someone who comes out from the back to break up a fight and then gets beaten up by your monster heel. Like as beating up an old guy, and I'm not even keen on that. But that's finding a reason for him to appear yeah. on TV. Well, this is the thing. It's like if this is Tony Khan having no self restraint. Like, because if Jeff got this backstage job in a in AW, we'd laugh about it. Because again, it's very funny. But like we we you know we get to a point where it was like maybe in a you know he, he maybe he does a good job. Maybe you hear reports that he's actually you know he's he's settling the ship backstage at AEW. If six months in they go, you know what? We're in fucking you know Tennessee or we're somewhere. Yeah. We're in a Jarrett Stronghold. Ah, let's send Jeff out. Let's do like a, a big angle top the crowd. No, week one, Tony Khan can't help himself. It's like no, <laughs> we need to do an angle with Jeff. Ah, oh, let's get Jeff on telly. Like he can't. He has to like he gets a job backstage. He has to promote it on Twitter and tell everyone how amazing it is. He got this job back. And he has to at the same time force him into TV two weeks before the fucking pay per view. Like if there was anything that showed Tony Khan's lack of his need for an editor and a need for someone to go, maybe not. Maybe at some point I wouldn't be against it, but maybe not now. Maybe it's not like the most. You know, it's not a great. He's addicted to it, is he? It's like that that sugar rush of like, oh, there's a new person I can put oh. him on telly. Like, oh, aren't we great? We have everyone for every promotion turning up on our TV. Like, I never thought Jeff Jarrett would be the straw to make the camels no. back. Well, fucking hell. Like, it's somebody... I don't know. This episode felt like it in many yeah. ways. Like, you talked about sugar rush. Yeah. Like, I'm imagining, like, most people when they have too much sugar, jaws going absolutely fucking haywire, thinking pure bullshit, writing it down on a piece of paper, and then booking it in his case. Like, it, it's the most 
this episode is kind of fun and notable because of how fucking mad it is, yeah. basically. Like after two great weeks, like I, I, I'll say yeah. this: I'm about to rip into this show. I think it was one of the worst dynamites of all time. I thought the last two weeks were brilliant. I really enjoyed the last two weeks, like top to bottom, well run shows. This show was just Tony Khan, just like off on one, wasn't it? It's was just like, just like ah, fuck it, Jarrett. Ah, yeah, Coke Cabana sounds. Oh, it's Sh- Shabata. We'll use him. Let's put him on Rampage in two days' notice. Like it's just. <laughs> we need a commentator for Rampage. We really get Mike Tyson. <laughs> It's, that, it's nuts. It's fucking nuts, fellow. <laughs> oh, it was a horrendous show. There wasn't a good match to be seen. Like, it was <laughs> awful. It was very perversely entertaining. Again, funny. I probably laughed for two hours. Probably shouldn't be laughing. Like, I probably, you know, like, I, and, and again, I say that I'm not saying this as someone who's got it out for eight of you. I love the previous two weeks of telly. Listen to the audio. Fucking raved about it. This was just like a, re- it was like, it was everyone's watching the fucking, the real sports. We can do what we want. You know, the ratings board that out fucking cage in the main event against Samoa Joe died to death, but almost felt like it was designed to die a death, like they just threw the towel in on on mm. this week, but you're two weeks out from a paper, I just don't think you can do that. I feel like there's there's more important things to do than, you know, get Jeff Jarrett time or as much as I enjoyed to do the Shibata thing. Like, what is what 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 was the thinking behind this dynamite? It's insane. And like the Cabana thing, that's another one. It's like like we were saying this, Matty, I don't know what your take is on this. Like I get it. Like, I think, you know, we, we said this, I think it's becoming clearer to me, like, whenever there's these kind of issues backstage at AW, Tony Khan's going to take a side. You know, he's on Britt Baker's side. He's on Sammy yeah. Guevara's side with all of his beefs. He's yeah. on, he's clearly <laughs> in the camp of the elite and Kenny Omega because there's no other reason why he's why he's bringing in Cole Cabana. Like, that is like, yes, we all said if he was going to be a proper, you know, grown up about it and deal with the situation, Punk had to go, and that's happened. Fair enough. Like I'll, I'll compliment Tony Khan for that. I think that was probably the the right business decision. Even if me personally, as a Punk fanboy, I didn't want to see it happen. Like there's doing that, and then there's slamming the door. <laughs> it's like yeah, that you, was you yeah. clearly like there might have been six months, maybe maybe Punk could have come back. Maybe you could have done business again. Like bringing Cabana in just felt like I don't know what the motivation is there. It's like I guess it pleases you know the people backstage. You were you know. Again, you know, on Cabana's side, and you saw that with the tweets that that kind of came out on the night. You know, people who are who are made up the the Cabana was there. Is it that? Is it is it the Russo thing? Is it you know working the sh- working the sheets, working the internet, being <laughs> you know getting ahead? Because you know, that's the thing, isn't that logically? That's the you know the story. I suppose it makes sense that a uh, the Cabana's the ROH quote unquote legend who's uh, coming in to face Chris Jericho. But it's not the reason he's there. The reason he's there is the real life story, isn't it? He's playing. He's playing to the likes of us with it, isn't he? He knows the yeah. reaction it's going to get. I saw an interview with him this week where he was just like, oh, no, Kulkaban is an ROH legend. That's why I brought him. It's like, fuck off, Tony. We all know why you did it. It like, was meant to be world champions as well, wasn't yeah, it? That was Jericho's stick, world champions. And he yeah, dropped he back became to get him in. Ring of Honor champions. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And then, as you say, Benno, I, but isn't it meant to be just a one-off? That it was literally just a one-off I uh, thing so, I read. Yeah. yeah. And that's it done. And as you say... Punk is going to hate that. So if there was ever a time where he would come back, there's fucking no chance now, Ben. There's absolutely fucking no chance. Yeah. And you know maybe, there was like. no chance. maybe there was a 5% chance before, but like... I said, yeah, but this is, on. as you say, 
This yeah. is like Punk will take this worse than like getting fired on his wedding day. Like, yeah, that's take, what I mean. You know, and there's that man. You know, <laughs> yeah. I had when I, I said that on Twitter, and I had people in replies going, "But Punk said he, does, he doesn't care about it." No, Punk said he didn't care where Colcabana worked in the middle of a 25 minute rant, an unhinged 25 minute rant about <laughs> Colcabana. Like, you can't take that seriously. You know, you know, the, the, you know. I saw like what what they've seen the Melter stuff over the weekend, JP, where like Melter was like. Because he got video now, hasn't he? And like, we've learned that. Oh, yeah. You can't lie on video. <laughs> you know, people can see everything going on. They can see dogs. They can see cats. They can see what's going on. You can see it written all over Meltzer's face. It felt like he was kind of saying, oh, well, there you go. It's true then, isn't it? The Punk was the one who got a uh, got Cabana out of AEW. I've seen people run with that narrative. I still don't think that's true. I still think it was Tony Khan. Huh? I think it was Tony Khan trying to be a people pleaser and trying to yeah. make his top star happy. And now that he's gone... He's doing the same thing, isn't he? With the young books, with Kenny, he's trying to, you know, the people he upset with that move, he's trying to fix it with them. I think that that's how I read the situation. Again, I'm the punk fan, but correct me if you don't uh, agree. That's the the narrative, but I'm not sure what Melton was kind of alluding to there. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm with you on this, and this was something we discussed about. I mean, the thing that we you know, said on the weekend show that's likely to have happened is that like Tony Khan has decided that the path of least resistance was just to remove him. So he wasn't a barrier. So Punk will feel happier and he'd be more motivated in his work and then make more money for the company. That's what I kind of think his logic is. The problem is, is it fucks over someone who hasn't done anything wrong yep. in order to do it. And the problem got is, loads is of that, mates as well. Yeah. And that person's got yeah. loads of mates. Yeah. And if you kind of want to know why, and like, and I know that like there'll be people who, you know, will say all manner of sort of personal things about sort of Colt Cabana, but there is a generation of indie workers who wouldn't be where they were if they didn't follow the things that he ended up doing as a kind of indie wrestler and that kind of trendsetter on on that site. But it it's kind of like I, I'm not convinced they'd be he'd be able to go back and do business with punk again in six months. I think the problem is, is that he would view it. I think it's it, he'd view it as like the infrastructure is broken, if anything else. Whereas at least in WWE, the thing that you can say is they can give you the biggest possible platform that you can for a professional wrestler, and he can make money. and And I think he'll go, well, fuck it, I'll do that part time schedule. Do right, you like think though, Benno? Uh, do you think he'll come back? Do you have to WWE be honest? Do you think you can? Can you see it? Depends on the report, and you believe like there's like all kind, you know. I think it came out last week. Any kind of like breathing that's done from like the punk camp or whatever, a story gets around with it, doesn't it? And the story last week was, oh, he actually somebody close to punk said that you know he got the bug back, so don't be surprised if he comes back. And as a punk fan, I want to believe that. I think he'll come back. This might. This will probably help. (laughs) Like this will probably be motivation. Like he's a he's a man motivated by grudges, so. You know, if he sees this as a bigger grudge than he than he has with, you know, a non Vince McMahon WWE, I, I could see it. Uh, there's no there's no predicting with Punk. He might also just take his ball, go home, and we'll never see him wrestle again. But I don't think the chances are a zero as far as him um, wrestling yeah. again and uh, and doing something in WWE. But yeah, I think uh, as far I didn't think the chances were zero of him ever coming back to AEW. I honestly think you know the world can be different in six months. Who knows? You know, Kenny the books might mm-hmm. leave oh at the end of the next contract, and there might be a point where you might want to do business with Punk again and he's the type to uh, to hold this against them. I don't know whether it's worth the... Uh, maybe it is, you know, he upset enough of the locker room that it was worth the uh, the win of, you know, getting the people who are still uh, on side. I suppose that would be the arguments, you know, the other way. And you did see it. It was, you know, I'm not 
you know, I don't hate Cabana either. I'm a, you know, I, I, as a wrestler, I think he's <laughs> 10 years past his prime. Like, he, if he ever had the prime, he was appalling on this show. But I think part of that was how emotional he was. Like, he came out yeah. and he had tears in his eyes. It was it was genuinely nice to see, you know, because it was, you know, he's been the center of this story, like JP said then, at the at no fault of his own, really. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. that got the better of him because, like, I've never seen a wrestler with, like, two left feet more. Like, Jer- you could see Jericho, like, calling audibles, dragging him around the ring, trying to get him in place, like that horrible spot where they, they fell off the top rope, the oh. spot where he almost missed the drop kick. It was like, there was a, a million spots like that in that. Like, there was no in-ring argument for uh, for bringing Colt Cabana after this. This was, if this wasn't already one and done, it felt like it should be yeah. one and done. Well, does he walk also back into the producer role that he had? Because that was one of the things that was said about him, is he had a producer role in the company, and then went away to film Young Rock in that time. Ace Steel was hired because he'd been released from WWE. And then he ends up, you know, basically taking his role within the company. Does he go back to that? Is there not an unease then around him being necessarily in... in Literally gets Ace like, Steel's job. God, that'd be so Yeah. <laughs> that'd be fucking... <laughs> like, <laughs> oh. like, that's it then. But then I but I honestly think it's, it's dead with Punk. I think he'll view them as like... That they're too much of a child-run company for him. He'll just look at it and say it's silly and unprofessional. Whereas at least in WWE, there's that sort of even now at this point in time and post Vince, like they've got it. They have a firm hand on the till, don't they? In terms of what they're doing and what they're going to do, and they're not going to fuck around. And I think that's what they're going to do. And they're going to like because in this competition, in the longer game the idea of bringing in CM Punk and presenting him as a bigger star than what AEW did. And they presented him as a fucking big star. He popped a massive number and some massive houses for them. Like the short-term business boost was big because it took the pay-per-views up to a level where they hadn't been before. And they never quite, it's not like they dropped then back down to the 100,000 level they'd been at. You know, they still stayed high. So I think, you know, that. That was always where I thought that the punk being in there was like, I suppose between punk and Danielson as well being in there that you kind of thought, oh, okay, this is drawing that kind of amount of money, but WWE are going to want to bring him in and want to present him that way. I can't see it doing it. Like Triple H will just think, fuck it. He can say whatever he wants about do for son-in-law and the rest of it. It doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter at all. Just like, like cut a promo about AW, like that. That'd be a yeah. segment, wouldn't it? That'd a draw. Like we all want to see. Yeah, Punk is 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 twenty. And I don't have to give him want. a win back or anything else like that. It's just like well, I can't wrestle anymore. Sorry. But I'll him and Cody, Ben, you could do him and fucking Cody if he turns up, don't you? you know, there's a dream match for you. That's a dream match for you, yeah. That <laughs> Blames yeah. Cody for AEW. Them two fighting over AEW. Cody said there's no feud. issues. He never had any issues with anybody. <laughs> yeah, you know. I'd love to hear the truth about that, you know. Fucking love it. Oh, shit, Eddie. I love Cody. That's why I love him. <laughs> But I suppose the, the other the other big news story coming out of it, a dynamite. Um, obviously Shibata as well turning up. Uh, I mean, uh, I assigned you the rampage match to make you uh, make you watch it, uh, Matty. If somebody's not as familiar with Shibata as us, I I'll be honest. Like we, you know, when the 
it was fucking again bizarro dynamite the fact that like shibata came back to be orange Cassidy's opponent on two days notice considering he can't get cleared by new japan doctors but apparently you know dr nick at aw is just like yeah go ahead sound anyone can wrestle um, <laughs> also very aw by the way that we're in the middle of a storyline where Paige is about to make the earth chatter announcement next week that she's cleared by doctors and can wrestle again just to, just casually shibata gets cleared and can, can come on rampage can't do it everything has to be in twos in aw doesn't it it's one of them um but you know the fact that ignoring that the fact that 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 happened and the uh, they did that you know the big moments on uh, on dynamite and then did the match on rampage i th- i honestly thought the match was great <laughs> like i i went in a little bit like mm. i don't understand why they're doing this i don't understand how you get out of this it's a bit you know they put the the work in at forbidden door didn't they with the you know the, the face off on them i'm not sure if everyone necessarily remembered that based on the action <laughs> shibata got on dynamite and on and on Rampage, but I don't think it's a bit of business. It was actually a very enjoyable match on Rampage. It's just a another another bizarre one in a in a week of bizarre appearances on AW programming. Yes, yeah, mental. I mean, like think about the Katsuyori Shibata thing is is crazy. Like five years ago, like he could have died from like a ridiculous headbutt to um to Kazuchika Okada and it was obviously reported and it must have been true they had to remove his brain for the operation <laughs> I'm not a doctor oh, I joke they did oh, oh did they oh okay no, that was, that was Dave Meltzer printed that he did okay now it's not it's not a thing you can't take I don't think it happens it but then you know he said the, he said the rock and big show drew 18,000 to the streets of Oxford which yeah. HMB or Yeah. well it was yeah Oxford Street it's a bit of a different but yeah like so he's out for five years he's away doing training I mean I think I'd you know, when discussing this with WH, like we always end up speculating it was for stem cell research, whether or not he could actually come back. And obviously it's the era where like, it's that thing that you could technically put, clear him, but should you, because of the absolute risk that's involved, you know, just because he's like, there was a point he lands on his, he landed on his head at yeah, one that stage. Was, that was he? a little scary. And even, even and that was I scary. That. Yeah. And that's the closest, and you're like, shit. Like, at this point, do we need to see him wrestle? And I get that he really wants to, and he wants to have that kind of, the run he never had, which at that point in time when he did do the head, but he was at that stage. That's when a Carter was, like, at his peak, and he was having, like, a massive match with him, and he was kind of up there in terms of popularity as well, in terms of increasing. So it's like he clearly wants to get back to that. But the idea of bringing him in, bring him in to have a match like, and he wants to have the match with Orange Cassidy just because I'm assuming he thinks it'd be safe. Safe and easy. Safe, easy, man. Orange Cassidy was miles away with him with a lot of his offense, wasn't he? Like, he did. Oh, yeah. Ticket. It was like watching, it wasn't like watching, that's the thing, you're watching it, you're not watching Shibata, you're watching like, not the ghost of Shibata, but like, you know what I mean? He's not the same, it's like watching Tom. Pain down, though. Yeah, and it's like, he's he's slender, he's more slender, he's just, you know, it's like a trip, not a tribute act, but it's like a, you know, post-retirement act type of thing, where it's like, they're not really real matches, are they? Even though we're, the cat, they're all the one step removed from exhibitions. That awkward moment where he all, almost landed on his head aside. It's just That's weird because, like, the fact that the fact that you know, he again, like I said to you, JP, the 
you know, you can't tell me that, like, he didn't call an audible at Wrestle Kingdom. Like, you know, people were going, oh, no, AW must, uh, New Japan must have known. It must have been in the plan. It wasn't. You could tell from the reaction of everyone in the building and the fact that they haven't used him since. Like, they did not want him to do a, wet, a proper match where he was taking bumps. He went out there, yes. he did that on his own. And now, you know, 11 months later, he's still not worked another match in New Japan. But they're like, ah, go on, Americans, you take the risk. It's sound. You can work Orange Cassidy. You like Brian Danielson, it's sound. Um, they're all right with it. And he, you know, as Connor says, he probably is doing worse than the dojo behind closed doors. He's probably, you know, doing all mm-hmm. kinds of bumping in there. It's probably why he did the, the Renderita match. That is a point. I don't, I don't want to be hypocritical. I'm not a person who's going to really care about restless bodies. It's up to them, you know, if he chooses to to, yeah. to take the bumps. He does. I'm, you know, I'm not, I'm definitely not going to be a, you know, the injury police or, or whatever, the safety police when it comes to, when it comes to wrestling. It's just a little bit, I don't know why you justify it when his home promotion won't let him wrestle and you're letting yeah. him just come in and do it. It does kind of make a little bit of mockery of uh, a use like doctors, especially your know, page coming back in a couple of weeks. And, you know, she's not the uh, the only one we're, uh, we have in this, uh, this boat. And you're taking the risk after he's had his brain removed, boy. So you know, <laughs> that's, that's the main one, isn't it? I love it. I love that you know that. Now. <laughs> I was like, that's JP. I was like, I was nodding along when you were saying that. I was like, did he? Did he? Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> Modern science it, makes it, it does miracles. That's it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, but you just wanted Brian Alvarez to just go, just rewind that back, Dave. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Moved his brain. He was totally disgust. Alvarez... Yeah, he just removed his brain. But uh, <laughs> Dave, explain. Alvarez is fucked now, and he was probably asleep on the couch while that happened. He can't do that anymore. They're on video. He's got to yeah, he's got to listen. That would be a week. He's got to be like me when JP's talking about stardom. You know, you got to look at the camera. You know, it's, uh, you can pause it, but I'll just pretend you're staring, can't you? I'm gonna create a video of me on a loop. Use yeah. one of your three. Yeah, just in a loop. There's a little edit. And we go, Hang on a minute. Yeah. Twenty minutes. I know Alvarez is paid, uh, but have you seen the match, Matt? Have you? Uh, what, what did you make? Yeah, as you say, boy, it's, it's well, I was saying off camera. About JP, what he's probably going to feel about some of this crown jewel stuff. It's just the investment isn't there for me, but I've never seen Shibata. I got told by like Kriwi and that that he was this up and comer, that he was this great wrestler at the time. And obviously, whatever happened to him, happened to him. And you're building this up as a big dream match as well. I know like AEW love stuff like that, but fucking hell. But no, it was just one of them. And as we said, Mike Tyson on comedy, please. He was brilliant. I loved him. <laughs> the suit, the suit was as tight as that. Oh, fucking hell, Mike. You know, but uh, I love Tyson, like don't we know? But it was just so bizarre. Yeah, it was Mike Tyson, and I'm watching Shabar to be honest, Cassidy. It was like, what is this? Like for me, it's just <laughs> it was but, I, um, I said on Twitter on that it was like it was like WrestleMania weekend, but if it was good, you know what I mean? When you get like one of those three in the morning GCW shows, yeah, like, yeah. Orange yeah. Cassidy versus Insert Blank, and there's like a drunk rapper on like on commentary yeah. or like a, a drunk comedian <laughs> or something like that. Mike yeah. Tyson was that role. That's what it was. I love Tyson, like I'll always have time for Mike, like definitely. Oh fucking fucking hell. It, it is, it's insane. it's it's basically it's high-end GCW stuff booking <laughs> that match. It really is. It's just like we're booking like a legend who never wrestles against the kind of indie guy and we'll get a special, like you say, a special guest commentator for it. I thought generally on the whole it was good and it was well worked, which, you know, as much as I'm, I'm tired of Orange Cassidy, I'll be frank about it. However, <laughs> there is a place for it and I get why he's there and the matches he has there are like when he has the kind of bigger match you go oh actually this is this is quite good I just don't need to like I I feel like yeah yeah I know all of that I just don't want to see him 
really, again, like is where I am at with it. Because I've just seen the gimmick and everything else so many times. I thought it was a TV match. It was good. I thought it was better than anything that was on Dynamite. Oh, yeah. Like, I it really know. was. I can't underwrite. I really enjoyed it. I've got, and I went three say. and a half on this. Yeah. I and there are weeks on Dynamite you go probably a bit higher. But I was like, oh, this was a like a, a good, solid match. Orange Cassidy winning is the smarter decision. I mean, I saw a lot of the logic for like Shibata winning and stuff like that. It was just like... Not belt. <laughs> is you know? he de- defending the belt against Brian Danielson in Japan? What for the All Atlantic title? Who gives a shit about the All Atlantic title? Yeah. Who gives a shit? He's in the backpack, doesn't he? Can he's in his backpack? I do like that. Yeah. That's probably funny. That that, like, good. I do like that. You, that <laughs> it is. <laughs> but no, I, yeah. I don't. I think you're representative, Matty. You've like. I think a lot of the. You know, you're not necessarily an AW guy. We've got you there for the uh, the big crowds. Your review coming up, but like. <laughs> The, the 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 AW fan base, I think in general, I think it's a it's a strong assumption they know who Shibata is. Um, or they're gonna, you know, and I think that they they struggled definitely at the start of the match, but I do think as it went on, it was that good. And Shibata is still very good. Like mm. that they pull people in. And I think you know Orange Cast is always going to be over as much as it's going to be over. I've still got a lot of a lot of time for him. I think yeah, they dragged a, a very entertaining fifteen minutes out, and Tony Khan in uh, in Mike Tyson's ear telling them what an STO was just made it even better. Just yeah, he loved that. Didn't I remember Mike Tyson explicitly being big in a new Japan around 2017. Yeah. Big, massive. All over the fucking product. Gareth said that he's better than Jim Ross. He was all right. Better than Jim Ross. Jim Ross said, welcome to their dynamite at the start, didn't he? It was Rampage. But you know what? You know what, boys? I don't say he's the best anymore, of course, but he is fucking old and he has had a lot of fucking, you know, health issues and that. But it's just, it's not his fault. Just Khan needs to get him off the telly. That's what he needs to do. And I know he's kind of reduced his schedule. But it's not it's not Jim's fault. You've got to just someone's got to tell Khan to get him off permanently. Like keep him in the backstage. We've said it on that. this before. Give yeah, him yeah. Jared's job. Denise, yeah. like a man for jobs like that into the V. Like, you know, yeah. that's a job for him. Interviews. Always. Yeah, those types of guys. He loves doing a fucking interview. Let him do the it. Backstage, yeah, let him do all that sit downs. He's boss at that. It's I just don't want to see I hate people slating him, you know what I mean? Because he is a legend and stuff, but he does deserve it in a way, but it's like he's old, he's health issues, and it's Khan's fault. It's not his fault. <laughs> so just fucking you know, he's no Mike Tyson on the stick, mate. Uh, like a uh, like no. <laughs> cast of the orange is my man. He was. Yeah. It's like in uh, in '98 when he did like what was he Stone Cold Steve? Cold Stone. Cold, Cold Stone. I'm glad the only Adam for that segment he didn't uh, he didn't uh, outstay as uh, as well. Home did Mike, but no. I, no, uh, I don't know what he would have made of that Gates of Agony War Joe match. Like, fucking, fucking hell, hell boys! Lady. Was that any good, JP? Did even watch it better? Was no, that any good? They're shit, those boys. <laughs> And they are Best. like, there's coming a point, right, with this ROH stuff. People aren't like, you get, there's a lot of pushback now where people are like, oh, why is everyone moaning about too much ROH? It's just AEW wrestlers under a different banner. And when it comes to Jericho, that's true. You know, your Daniel Garcia's, a lot of the guys who've got the belts now, FTR. It is just AEW under another, another yeah. name. But it's another name that's like a much lesser brand. Like you forget ROH was fucking nothing at the time it died, or you know it was it was a damaged brand that had no juice. Yeah. And despite my love for it in the in the mid two thousands, there is that it's a lesser than brand. You know, I don't think it's. I think people are being false when they pretend they can't see why people have a problem with it. But if you can't even even then, if you can't see it, and you're like, no, it's bullshit. It's just different letters. Why is everyone moaning? 
it's people like the Gates of Agony. Those lads coming out with, as much as I love them, Prince Nana. Like, you see, it just feels second rate, doesn't it? You see them and yep. you just think, oh, that's just fucking, that's B-show stuff. Like, they should not be knocking around in the main events of Dynamite and Rampage. That's the stuff that, you know, people are thinking of that when they're going, I don't want this ROH stuff on AEW. Yes, intellectually, mm-hmm. you can say, well, hang on, Jericho's the champion and he's an AEW guy anyway. But, like, I think the people who are arguing that, it's a losing argument. Because at the end of the day, no matter what the reason is, whether people are justified or not, people don't want to see the letters of Rich on AW. There's an obvious, like, you know, lethargy with it. People are just, you know, it's it's just, no matter whether it's earned or unearned, it is seen as second rate. And I think these guys are, like, the, the, the poster boys for that, aren't they? Even if, you know, reasonably, they're, they're only, like, you know, 10% of, of the ROH guys on any given show. I thought it was kind of like wonderfully ironic because they were in Baltimore for Dynamite and there was somebody had a sign saying like more AEW, less ROH. And I thought that's in the city where Ring of Honor lived for a very long time, like the Sinclair era yeah, of Ring of Honor. I made that point perfectly clear. <laughs> and they were running that building and they would run it even like yeah. it would have like 500 to 1,000 people in there. But I, I'm complete. That's the issue with it is you've got your top line wrestlers, your Danielsons and your Claudios like wrestling for a lesser heavyweight title. They're not interested in the AEW title. They're interested in this Ring of Honor one. And Ring of Honor isn't its own entity. So it feels like, to me, it's it's like WWF wrestlers winning WCW titles. Yeah. That's that what like, JB, that's this the is perfect, absolutely perfect. That's it, no it, perfect. It's like, but you own both companies, so this means nothing. Like, yeah. and we know you own both companies. Like, we're not fools. Like, it, it's trying to say, it's, oh, he's won this from this. This is not this is not FTR winning the IWGP championships, which are kind of run by an entirely different promotion of different people that's funded, like, completely separately to their company. So there isn't any... So it just becomes part of the same thing. You should be better off almost keeping it on ice, releasing, like just fucking classic matches and the rest of it's working on it as a streaming network property and then bringing it back proper. That almost would be the belt. Like, cause at the moment it's just so much ridiculous confusion. Like it is. it's, it's, it's like, I think it's dishonest when people act like it's not a problem. Like you look mm-hmm. at like, I, I think one of like the, the things that just, it was like the again, the straw that broke the camel's back when Jericho faced Dalton Castle. It's like, oh, Dalton Castle's getting a chance. He could be the ROH champion. And he came out with a belt and it was like, he's already a champion. Like it detracts <laughs> from that story. Of course it does. And it is. Yeah. The, people Two put, sets of trios titles in that company. Oh, that is mental. Fucking hell. Well, it's like, it's like the, it's, you know, it's the invasion, you know, when they have the, the famous Regal program and him and Phil, we get in the ring and go, you know, we are the handshake agreements. We're going to get rid of half these belts because it's devaluing the company. Like, people will point to the invasion or they'll point to, like, New Japan, you know, when it had too... It did have too many belts and it does have too many belts. ago. go, well, they were fine. It's like, yeah, it didn't kill the company, but it was a negative and lots of people like us pointed out that it was a negative because obviously having that many belts dilutes the overall and when it's belts with... I know it's only three letters, but it's letters that belong to a lesser brand that... Again, end or on end is seen as at that lower level. It is. It gets to the point of ridiculousness when you look at the pay per view card coming up, and every literally every match is a title match. Or you look at a yeah. a rampage or a dynamite card, and everyone's get a belt, and you kind of squint. Well, which belt's that? It's like it's boxing. Yeah. Of course, it devalues. You know, overall, if you if you got, I know Tony Tony can't click. It's a it's a fundamental. I think it's the way he sees wrestling. He doesn't see that as a negative. He doesn't see it as a negative to have all these belts on TV, and then like you know the AAA lost whatever belt turns up on on TV. You know they have their trios belts or their tag belts. 
belt spinner. Like oh, he doesn't see that as an issue. He sees that as a positive. It's just it's easy booking in his head, isn't it? Like people want to see a title match. That's yeah. what, as you say, that's his booking wrestling. It's probably but it's an easy get out for me. Yeah, it's just so easy. It's just shit. Wow. Honestly, they like to see a title match. I don't think yeah. they want to see five yeah. titles defended each week. UFC on on their pay per views, right? At most, will be two title fights. I've seen them do three, but that's a rarity. And I was like for International Fight Week, they would do two like two title fights and they'd space it out. Now, obviously it's a different thing in terms of how it's pushed and promoted, but like it is a, just, there's, there's always fucking title matches every single week. There's got to be over least... 10 belts, boys. There's got, there's got to be, hasn't well, it? Let's have a yeah. look. So in AEW, we've got the world, we've yeah, got world the TNT. Yeah. Then obviously on the women's side, we've got the worlds and the TBS. Tag so team. Four. Tag team. All Atlantic. All Atlantic. Trios. Trios. That's seven. Is it eight? That We're not eight? including the Owen Hart tour. Oh, no, no, Even no. the belts was not a good move, but I'll let them yeah. off with that one. Um, Today's was that all the that... AEW ones? That's eight. Yeah. ROH, right. World, so, TV. ROH, World, TV, Pure, pure tag, tag Team. Six man. And women's. Yeah. So that's six there. So we've 14. got 13. <laughs> no, sorry, oh, you're right. Terribly <laughs> 14, <laughs> 14, 14, 14 titles many, many, anyway. yeah. for three hours of TV. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> including two trios titles. Mm. Yeah. There, that was yeah. the one. Like, how, how could he just not let that die? The, the, the sanctity of the, you know, the trios title. You couldn't die with our with the, the old ROH. You had to keep that uh, that going. It's it's insane, and it is. It's a uh, you know, it's obviously a symptom of a big problem of just so many wrestlers, so much going on. You know what I mean? We didn't count the FTW title. Oh, the FTW title. Fucking hell! Fifteen, yeah, yeah, fifteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm and again, there are people out there. You know, Suit said it when he was on the show. He doesn't see it as a problem. You know, he's happy to just you know, there's title matches and whatever he takes. Oh, we say, boys, you, you know, the beauty of the business, yeah, and that's the opinions. That's fine, but I don't think it's unreasonable to you know to take the view that maybe maybe they all get diluted a bit by the sheer volume of them. And yeah, to that point, like our you know the the rampage set up. What the fuck is this match? <laughs> I assume this was the final battle for full gear. Jericho, Claudio, Brian, and Sammy Guevara for the ROH World title is on that show. Like, what is that match? How is is the part of Daniel Garcia now played by Sammy Guevara? Like, I I hope it's the payoff a story. I hope it's like we're going, but we didn't waste all this time with Daniel Garcia only for Sammy to take over. Like, hopefully it's going to be like, oh, you put him in the match and not me, and you know it builds the final battle maybe where. Maybe Garcia gets the match with Jericho or something. Otherwise, like, I don't understand that match at all. I don't understand teasing Sammy to him and face. No one wants to see babyface Sammy Guevara. Like, it's it's the babyface Daniel Garcia story we've surely been telling. And telling very well until a couple of weeks ago this year. Um, bizarre. Absolutely bizarre. What is that doing on the show? And why isn't the best something better for Brian to do? Like, what's, you know, I was praising him. I, the, the singles back. I think he is off as soon as that contract is up. He's just going to go. He's trapped in I'm the Jericho not, verse in man's clothes. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? I'm not being, I'm not being booked well. Sorry. Mm. I am the oh, joint crazy. second person in this stable, which like between them, which you, when you consider the position he is in, he was eliciting reactions that good old Phil Brooks would, would fucking dream of doing reactions when he won at Mania. We forget, like, it's, you mentioned this as well, but we do occasionally just forget 
what a fucking star he was as the was. absolute mega baby face. And they have used none of that. They're just what, not doing it. And it Who's feels like... Examples, but the fleet fleeting examples and part of it doesn't help that he doesn't want to do the chance and stuff like that so that's yeah, he's always said he won't and do he it didn't he? you say he cares about he doesn't care about his booking he just he wants to turn up to work and do something it, fun um i don't know whether this is fun <laughs> being trapped in the, in the jericho like when he came on dynamite when they you know when they brawl on the stage and it was just like still they're still brawling like Jer- like jericho was ran through eddie kingston brian danielson claudio <laughs> like they've all boxed they've all been trapped in this jericho verse like this this entire year yeah. and this and brian's still in it like I, I was praising it two weeks ago when brian came out and had that that one-off you know the, the singles match like it was with sammy wasn't it like back Anger match, loved it. It was still in this universe, but like I was, I was more hoping that was going to be the start of O'Brien's just going to start working randos again, and that'll do. He's not a hard man to book. He's not a hard man to please either. Give him these matches, and he'll have a great time. The fact that it led back to this, it's like it's not what I wanted. That he's now yeah. doing endless stable. Like Anarchy in the Arena settled this three months ago. Yeah. Like, and the cage match, blood and guts, really. It was yeah. that as well. Guts, sorry, yeah, four yeah. or five months okay. ago. Never yeah. end. <laughs> Is it the only feud they've had? Um, the Jericho Appreciation Society. Pretty much. It, it's been an interwoven story with, like, there's layers yeah. to it. So there is that, and, you know, swapping yeah. people in and out, and there was the mm. Eddie Kingston involvement and stuff. But, yeah, there comes a oh, point yeah. where it's like, how is that still how's that stuff going? Yeah, I don't understand <laughs> it. I don't, I don't, I mean, hopefully on Dynamite, they kind of flesh it out more, and we get something with Daniel Garcia to, to make it make at least logical sense why Sammy's in that match. But until we get that, it just feels like Jericho's going, oh, we want a fourth man for the match. Oh, Sammy's a good lad, put him in. And and and, yeah. and Tony's gone. Well, yeah. he, I went to his wedding, so I like Sammy. Yeah, Sam, yeah. he can be in the match. <laughs> like, just yeah. it's the explanation. But yeah, that that's freaking me. And Dynamite as a whole, it was a it was a bad show. Like I don't even think it's worth wasting too much time on the on the minute by minute. We've hit the main stories. There wasn't a good match to be seen. Um, Darby and Jay Lethal was bang average. Moxley and Lee <laughs> Moriarty didn't get over because it was a nothing match built on a rampage. Where was MJF, by the way? Um, you know, it was... And then, is it Lamar Jackson came out and completely stole the Yeah, stole the thunder anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. It was a buzz. It was Rick Ross was good, Benno. Rick Ross was good, though, wasn't he? I'll give him credit. It was Swave. Yeah, yeah. Fucking, yeah, he was a promo, wasn't he? You were saying it, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Like, just like straight away. Every week. Comfortable just on the mic and just yeah, boss, yeah. the boss. Mm, no, I thought he was yeah, great. Uh, I reckon yeah. he'd take a killer bump as well, wouldn't he? Oh, if yeah. you just like laid a work punch in him, you could see him rolling around loving that shit. So, <laughs> Defo, uh, gotta be careful with rappers though. Me and Andrew were there talking about Migos last week, and uh, sadly, off oh, no. last week as well. Couldn't believe that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. on after really sad. Oh, the two uh, are, you rest- are you the wrestling podcast version of Aaron Ramsey? So he's oh, going to mention people and somebody dies each week. This is my fault for trying to get into rap in 2022 and listening to lots of egos lately. Uh, sad on that. Um, but anyway, yeah, <laughs> rappers on uh, on wrestling TV. Bow Wow apparently is going to turn up at some point. I think he's uh, he's building something. Did, <laughs> well, what was he feud? He's, he's who was, yeah, was it Jay Cargill trying, trying to get in? Jay and then, Cargill is what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where they'll end up. You called them out. Was it Swerve, though? I think Swerve called them out on a video mm. as well, weren't it? Yeah, Swerve's yeah. been great. Swerve's like the... The, yeah. the, the absolute bright spark of like these shows right now. He's he's fantastic. If, yeah. if, You've always loved him. Do... He's always been a Matty wrestler, him, hasn't he? From going yeah, back always from the, the, the indie days in 2018, Ben I'm with him, mm. he's still of all that. I always picked him out as one to watch, like, and I'm he, glad he's getting the time to shine. Like the, my hesitation is just like the way that they're pushing like 
we've seen this before. There are people in a tag team, they break up, they have a feud against each other, and then both parts just end up kind of desperately yeah. floating along with no directions. It's worthwhile if you go, there's money in this bloke. We need to kind of put him around the top star scene. We need to actually have him in that JP, division as well. Right which something as well I was I was actually happy about Dynamite. Well, and they've, they've played up to it as well, is Powerhouse Hobbs versus Wardlow. Ricky Starks to that on Rampage too. Ricky Stark getting involved again. Yeah. Oh, is he involved in all of that stuff? The powerhouse. No, no, no. We just did an in-ring promo. He, he exists. Oh, yeah. It's basically the information. Where's Miro, Benno? Where's <laughs> he Miro? Exist. He's, he's, no, he's, 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 he's got an injured knee, but he was also in a series called, I don't know if he was in it. Reg, is, there's a something that's just debut called East New York. Ah, he so he's in. filming something. That so I don't know there. if he's been doing filming as well. Time, no, it's like Stark. No, it doesn't cover the whole bit, time. But it doesn't cover every. You know, it was this, he had they had that big payoff uh, with with uh, with Hobbs on Rampage, and it was it, James. He made this point, and like I've seen this talking about a few times now since people get hot in AW, they have their big moments, and as James James you said, then Tony Khan's like, okay, on to the next project, and they just wither and don't turn up on TV, yeah. or lose all their momentum. Like he was another victim of that. Um, you know, not that winning the the feud on Rampage was this great moment or it was Grand Slam but yeah he's another one who disappeared I was glad to see him back in the mix that is a positive glad to like you're right to point it out JP glad to see Hobbs and mm. and, uh, and Wardlow I think that'll be uh, oh is Jimmy Smith in that oh sorry boys I'm watching it if Jimmy Smith is in it one of my favourite <laughs> yes. actors always a fucking yes MI3 the oh, yeah. season one fantastic isn't that? my nan loved oh. him especially yeah. when he was in as she called it La Law and oh, like, it, unbelievable LA Law La Law's on he turns up in Sons of Anarchy in the last few seasons of that. Uh, he's fucking bossing that lad. So yeah, love love me some Jimmy Smith. You're from Curve, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like there was some part. I just think let's just draw a lot. Like wacky fucking dynamite, wacky stories coming out of it, wackier rampage. I want to return to that normalcy we've got for two weeks in a row for this week's show coming mm. up. Let's, let's get going with this pay-per-view that's in two weeks. Um, less than two weeks. Fucking, it'll be 10 days. I was going to say, Ben, so you're excited about the pay-per-view being oh, there live I then? I don't want to go to, uh, to, to fly to New Jersey. I'm looking forward to the post hangout. Looking forward to going for, uh, yeah. for dinner with the lads from post. That's the main thing. Uh, that's the main draw. I won't be fucking going to Rampage, I tell you that, on that Friday. Um, <laughs> there'll be better things to Having do. Having spoken to WH Park, I don't think there's anywhere he would less rather be. <laughs> that rampage. He has no intention of going along. He's going to be in Panda Express with me and Steph. That's our plan. Gonna, oh, that's the Thursday actually. But yeah, we'll be uh, doing something that's not watching Rampage unless Punk's coming back. Um, other than that, there's no nothing that can draw me to that. But yeah, let's just hope you know it was a blip and they just said fuck it, you know, World Series or whatever, and we get back on track. But I don't know. You've got to follow up the Jared thing now, haven't you? You've got to do that. Like so, yeah, what are they, got to. where are we going to go? The TNA. You know, um, stable is going. Um, and the askers have got press. I do for Rampage and Dynamite at the minute. I don't know after my comments there whether I will lose it, but right now I do. Um, <laughs> just, <laughs> I just do, just there. do, just do the Chelsea talk, mate. That's the way you sweet talk your way out. That one. That's uh, yes. Um, listen to the Patreon. We'll uh, we'll know that reference. But I'll move on swiftly from uh, from AW to the reason. This always happens, Matty. We get you on to cover the big WWE you and then AW either does something great or stupid. Last time it was Punk. Um, this time it's this. Um, we did get you on to talk some uh, some Crown Jewel, mate. The uh, Saudi Saudi uh, Super Show from the weekend. Yes. You know, all hail our uh, our great leaders, JP and the uh, and the glorious King. How many is this Arabia. now? They've done. It's about six. Lord of Money, eight, it's more seven. than that, JP. It's, it's about. It's, how? 
What's the deal for? I was thinking about this. How long are they got these It was at one point, wasn't it? Are we, are we back to... Somewhere in Australia, though. They had the Super Showdowns somewhere in, like, Australia at the, at the beginning. When okay. They've done, like, what one. But I think there's been a good few now. All as good as each other, Matty. Just keeps getting better, you know? That's why you... you know, <laughs> <laughs> Rather than me and JP moan about it and, you know, the human rights abuses and, you know, all the reasons why going to uh, to Saudi is uh, is pretty gross and whatever, speaking of the World Cup. Um, <laughs> sorry to paint you in a corner here, Matty. You quite enjoy these shows compared to us. I'm just, talk- I'm, I'm just talking about the in-ring stuff and the, and the product, but I'm not getting involved with all that. Never, I've never will. <laughs> no, oh, mate, <laughs> if we can start off with your views on women's rights in Riyadh, and we just go from there. Yeah, Can I just... be a politi- politician, JB? Just say no comments. <laughs> just do Gary Neville, mate. Just say, you know, do my it, job. It, it's, I mean, I think the thing is with this is, is just to say on the kind of, they seem to double down on this show with being more like kind of the first show in terms of how they felt about Saudi, in terms of like the kind of touristy style promo stuff. And the only logic I could think for it is, Obviously, there is, to say it's an issue, it's a geopolitical issue, Iran and Saudi Arabia, and Saudi Arabia saying that there was Iran were planning, planning an attack on them. And possibly the thought that Iran, Iran is always a country that in the US is going to be probably more reviled than, than Saudi Arabia, whether you view that as right or wrong at all. And so it's probably easier to get away with this. Because it's amazing, like the lack of blowback that this was going on, and a load of Americans would be flying out there. Like you'd imagine, to be the kind of thing that the Foreign Office, or the State Department, I should say, in the US would be kind of hot all over. But not really the case. But it didn't seem to affect what was a was this crowd sweetened or no, like was I've been it? Saying to you, it's getting the, 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 uh, again moral issues. Because I'm Look, the World coming up. We're all going to watch the fucking World Cup, aren't Beno. we? You know, it's, I was just it's... about to say, I'm here to talk about Brock Lesnar's amazing selling in this match here, boys. Come on, what's going on? We'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. No, no, it is, it's worth saying. It's horrible the shows are happening. But Carl Anderson's getting his money, so, you know, that, that's all that matters. That man's getting his... Chris Charlton made a reference about him about needing another pool as well on Did his he? commentary. Is that what he said, yeah? Yeah, often listeners yeah. to the show, Chris Charlton, anywho. Uh, but yeah, Braun Strowman like, was uh, was being a cunt on Twitter this week as well, wasn't he, about it? It's like, fucking hell, have you forgotten already? You got sacked. Like two years ago, one ceremoniously, one on the. I seen about the indie workers and that oh, wasn't it. I seen he, that one. That's he's, it. Like, he's a fucking. He's an idiot. I kind of, in a way, I like him. Like, but he's he's just he's a typical right wing fucking idiot, isn't he? He's just you know he's he knows what he's doing, um, or doesn't know what he's doing to to the point, but. You know, I think I think if you're one of these people who's going to take the money and go, just shut your mouth, just take your money and go home, and you know, use the money. It's one, it's one of those things. It's it's like the World Cup. We said that on the on the pre-show. I'm mad at FIFA for. Oh, mad's probably too strong a word, but you know, the the, the criticism belongs with FIFA and yeah, Blatter yeah. and the corruption that led to that happening. The way, yeah, not the yeah, yeah. not necessarily the players going, not definitely not the fans going or, or watching it. Feel the same way about Crown Jewel. It's not you know the wrestlers. You know, it is. It makes you feel a bit icky. Like I didn't really put it together till we did the weekend show. The fact that you know, again, Sami Zayn, who's the hottest prospect in the company, it, yeah. Isn't isn't wasn't on the show there. because of the fact that he was born. I think he was born in Syria, wasn't his parents? MVP got pulled off in the MVP because well, he used minute. to be Muslim and renounced that, which is a punishment where the death something where the death or whatever in in Saudi he can't go. It does. It's it, it, it's gross. And uh, best to avoid it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And maybe the wrestlers who you know 
feel that way, should, you know, say and don't go. You know, John Cena didn't go. Brian Danielson didn't go. Zayn and Owens. Kevin Owens doesn't go, does yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. So there is, there is that side of it, but, you know, whatever. They're getting paid, they're getting paid handsomely and, you know, they're, they're all looking the other way. So it's like, it's the same thing as the World Cup. But I mean, talk, to talk about the show itself, because, um, yeah, you know, there is, all, there is all that. I did, I don't think the show was any good <laughs> overall. Matty might disagree. But we've got to start at the top, I think, as like a, because I do mm. think like you know to your point, JP. I think you've kind of, you know, the, you remember like the early crown jewels where it was, it was, you know, obvious, you know, and it still is, you know, a big publicity thing for for Saudi Arabia, and there was those early shows where it was like you know the old men, you know, sat there on yeah. couches, you know, not interested, and it just yeah. felt grubby, didn't it? And maybe they got locals in as well, didn't yeah. they? In the early shows and stuff like maybe, that. Maybe they're just better at doing the sports washing now. Like it, it's like you know that you're washing it down with like a spoonful of sugar as well, because like instead of that, you know, they put the kids in the front row, and it does yeah. feel like there's more. WWE away fans. If you want to put a positive spin on it, you know, despite the fact that it's Saudi Arabia, despite the fact he can't go, you know, it's fans who were like chanting for Sami Zayn because they wanted them to show. It's fans who were familiar, you know, chanting the Usi. You knew Usi, didn't he? That's yeah. who we did chanting Usi. So I think that yeah. has yeah. changed as time has has gone on, and I think like the atmosphere is is better at these shows than you know than than it, than it was before. Um, Andy clarifies there, yeah, yeah, MVP was a, a Muslim turned atheist, and that's punishable by death. That's why he's uh, he's not there, you know, like that. That just reminds you of the reality of the situation, doesn't it? When uh, Andy puts it in uh, in terms like that, but as shows, they have over time become more, you know, they're in some ways non-canon, but in other ways, kind of are. Mm. You know, they'll do things like they'll throw Brock and, and Lashley out there, knowing it's a, an already worn match, but you know, it's a big enough match that you can throw on a show like this. It's the, you know. I know why it speaks to you, you know, getting the other stuff out of the way. You know, Braun Strowman out there with almost like, screams Matty, you know, big lads, proper, you know, old school WWE style, you know, big airport test stuff that, uh, that Braun Strowman loves. And the main event speaks to that as well. If you're going to do these ridiculous shows, this is the show you throw, you know, you've got the money to throw Logan Paul in the main event and, and put him in there against uh, against Roman. But that's where it all starts, like as a positive I thought that match was fucking great. Like I might be amazing on an island nice. here, but I thought it was, like a, if you're not into WWE style wrestling, and understandably a lot of people aren't, there were things in it that'll turn you off as far as like the overbook nature of at least you know the last you know five ten minutes or so, and maybe stuff before it. But if you can go in there expecting a big WWE spectacle match. Logan Paul is incredible. And I know it's an easy thing. It's like, I always say this, JP, it's like child actors. You know, when like there's a child actor and something like Attack the Block or something, the temptation, oh, they were amazing because they, you know, or, or like actors, they get off the street. It's like, oh, he's never acted before. And he's like, the best actor you've ever seen. I'll give him the Oscar. How often does that, like, that story happen? When people come in from the outside and they do surprisingly well, like, I think we all made the mistake of doing it with Dominic Mysterio when he first started unbelievably mm-hmm. in his first match. He was like, oh, he, he might have something here. We were quickly proven wrong. You know, we did it with, with Pat McAfee, more justified. You know, he's he's shown a bit announced for wrestling. Logan Paul's on another level. Like, he is, yeah. with the caveat of he's going in there with the best training possible. He's got Shawn Michaels, you know, guiding him what to do. He's got the best training money he can buy. He's got the best on-the-job training money he can buy. 
there are things he's doing out there that money can't buy. Like he is out exactly. there. I'm just about yeah. to say it's, that. It's his timing. It's his poise. He's got a superstar feel about him, which is ridiculous. I don't know the Paul brothers were coming in, but he got that. Aaron Paul, isn't it, Benno? Aaron's you. brother, yeah, his good brother, Aaron. <laughs> like, but there is like it's it's not even just. Yes, he performs the moves really well. Like he's clearly learned how to, with the exception of the bookshot <laughs> lorries, unfortunately, learned how to do spots and run through them. There is that, but it's all it's between the moves. It's the yeah. it's the time, it's the pacing, it's yes. the knowing when to sell, it's the knowing when to get up, it's knowing when to get the pace going. I'm sure he's got people in his ear. Roman's there, the refs there, you know, telling him what to do. You've there's, still got to do it, Benno. But there's You've things in those matches play, that yeah. like yeah. if some like he's got things down that like there are people on AWTV that they haven't got that down. You know, guys, you yeah. I'm not just saying there's an AW thing. There's people on WWTV that would kill for the poise and timing that he's got. He's just come in and he just understands wrestling. He understands how to work. It's it's ridiculous. How's he, how's he this fucking good? It, it makes no sense. Like, I'm, again, I'm not saying this is a five-star match, but it's a WWE spectacle match. It's above four for me. Like, and, and I'll, it's fucking local Paul. I went, to, I went four and a half, and people might seem that as like, oh, it's too high. But as you've said, you've got to take everything into consideration here. It's his third match. It's the main event. All right, it's a Saudi show, but still a main event for the WWE title against Roman Reigns. And Roman Reigns deserves a lot of credit here, boys. And that, that's not just me. That that's not just me banging his drum. That he does. He's a, he was a master in here. It's as he was scared of times. He, he knew when to be the right facials with them. He knew when to take control. And but as you say, but anything you've said about Logan Paul, I was waxing lyrical about that mismatch. I noticed all that the in-betweens in that match, and he was he, but this is was another level, honestly. He was fucking unbelievable. And everyone's you know, even Melton and that's loving him, isn't he? Everyone's like proper on board, and like, but it's a shame now that he's fucking injured. So it's like yeah, fucking hell. That's, the, that's, the, the that's name, it. it. But you you know what I mean? People are like the child actor, people can overblow it and be like, oh, you know, because the because the bar is low. You kind of like like with WWE right now. You're like, there's a temptation to overpraise, but I don't think it's overpraise. I think he. It's not. He no, really is that it's not. He is. I I honestly don't think it is overpraise. I mean, if you think of what celebrities and wrestling like, the best case scenario a lot of times is they just remember how to do their minimal amount of kind of stuff. Like, you look at a bad bunny. There's no credibility because of his size, but he's got people who are willing to bump for him, and he's works really hard and being able to do like a a code red or a Canadian destroyer or something along those lines. And you're kind of impressed by the fact that they can do it without hurting the other person. This goes beyond that. This, this is, this was a credible match with a very simple story being told at the center of it, which they made work and they booked it within an inch of a life of its yeah. life. Cause they should do how fucking long did it go? What was the cardio levels that were required from him? And like yeah. you say, this wasn't a case of he hits a big move and then he's completely clueless. Like at the beginning, even though it's rudimentary, he's able to display. And because of his size, it makes it look credible because yeah. he's not, even though he's not the biggest bloke and by WWE standards, obviously there are a lot of people who are, who are much bigger, but he's in really good shape, which makes him a kind of like credible threat for it. But the, athleticism is that it's the it's kind of it's that fundamental of crowd connection and making it work and i get like i was speaking to wh again recording earlier on for this can't stand him hates him hates his brother i, I get that i got a message on twitter about that as well yeah. <laughs> off WH. completely get that 
I think the thing is, when you look at like what he's doing in terms of wrestling, like you're just thinking to yourself, I mean, I remember saying this after the Miz, I was like, him winning the title is not a daft move. Yeah. I think it's even less of a daft move after this. You go, like, he has big matches. And that's why I think the injury in its own weird way, because it's not like he'll be financially struggling in the meantime. Logan Paul is doing very much all right if those fucking bottles are prime. Or I was going to say, just off the MGP. Well, I'm, I'm off to the Emirates on Wednesday, so I'm like, do Try I try get one? Yes, of this yeah. Post Gareth for a couple for his son, yeah. yeah. Well, what? So he can flog the bottle on eBay? I don't know. Go after it, JP. Money making well, eBay. I'd say I'd be do that. I'd, I'd just do it myself and be greedy and take <laughs> the money for myself. Um, Alex but, so, but I think the idea of him being away for a period of time and then when he comes back it'll be an even bigger deal because like what a way to go on the shelf with with what is easily the greatest celebrity wrestling match that we have ever seen because like I say most celebrities they go in there they just remember their spots Yeah, they try not you try not to embarrass them but you think how much praise we probably gave Stephen Amell when he took on Christopher Daniels at, at, point, yeah. at the first all This blew this out the fucking Nothing water. Yeah. compared yeah. to... <laughs> this was... Exactly, exactly. Because <laughs> we're impressed they do wrestling spots and they somehow make them look, make yeah. them work. This is different level stuff. And it's I'm saying this, is I'm not a fan of, like, of, of him, but you can't deny it. He's got it. He, he knows how this works. He understands wrestling. He understands the timing. He knows when to stop and do like is kind of posing for the crowd because when he did it as a heel he was getting booed and it was fucking glorious here he was he was a face and it was it was really good plus i mean the crowd loved roman reigns anyway they viewed him as like the massive star but the the, you know a lot of the credit has to go to roman reigns just for the way as matty mentioned earlier on just the simple things of the way he told the story, being cocky at the beginning, never taking him seriously. Then there being the genuine threat and the bloodline come out. And that's, yeah. you know, it gets convoluted, but in that WWE way, if you're like, you know, when you're watching it as a, as a spectacle and the piece of entertainment, you're like, oh, this is fucking kind of, this is really good. Like it just works for how they do things. So it's done with that proviso of given what, this might be the best thing that they've ever done on any of these crown jewel shows because so much of it has been pure shit, but this is actually something that feels kind of quite notable. And I think it's a match you go back to, like, I think you go back to it in the U S and you're going to get that big, like there's going to be an element of expectancy. Yeah. I, I, I think you could do that. You could do other things with him. Like it's, it is what's next. Yeah. He's, it is. It's kind of like it does shit on the idea of having a performance centre because, like, he shits on yeah. everyone the next day. And I get it. You know, he's. I suppose, like, the other thing as well, like the credibility thing. You know, Imran is the, okay. The 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 dodgy that these boxer matches that happen, but like, there is that credibility with him and the brother. You could do a tag mm-hmm. match at, at some point where, like, you know, you can say, you know, the the brother, not Aaron, knocked out uh, Anderson Silva last week. You know, they, they built that up on commentary. Building Jake Paul v Solo to comedy, you better. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the build up. But that was that the was Pauls really versus smart. the Usos. Oh, yes, yes. But it was the only way to tell a story, wasn't it? To do the whole well, that, you know, the Heyman thing. Blood it was one versus- punch. Bloodlines could knock him yeah, out. Oh, there yeah. you go. Sorted. There's your match mania. Do it. Like, but yeah, that that made sense as well. And yeah, all credit to Roman Reigns for making that work. For like you said, JP, the layout of the match. It was kind of the only way it could go was to have him, you know, not take him seriously and then almost, you know, slip on a banana peel. But as far as telling that story, it was great. I've I've seen some criticism of the um the selfie spot. Like I thought that was great. Like that what a what a clip Gosh, that was. Like it's it's, modern. It's, it's his character, isn't it? It's his, it's his like job or whatever he does. Shit, I'm yeah. 
Austin, what's his face, and uh, and Tyler Breeze, and the others who've done that game of yeah, what, yeah, what are they doing this, you know, like yeah, fucking just great, absolutely brilliant. Um, but everyone says that then I was great, but you know what I love the most that frog splash in the ring, though, mate. How yeah, perfect yeah, was yeah. it? How high and how much impact? It's everything. It's explosive as well. It's like it doesn't look fake. It, it just goes right in. It's athletic and explosive. I love it. And he tore his, was it MCL and ACL doing the buckshot Meniscus as well. Every, and, the is like Menis- completely- <laughs> and that was quite near the beginning of the match. And he still got all this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> no one should do that who isn't Hangman Page. I think we've learned that now after ah. Punk tried and failed twice and fucked his knee up. And well, you see on Twitter, <laughs> on Twitter, Ben O'Canyon was the first one to do it, wasn't he? Oh, I saw Remember, that clip, think, yeah, 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 yeah. Canyon yeah. Vance Everett, mate, it was an amazing red. Um, it was uh, it was Canyon. Um, Innovator of offense. <laughs> Defo. Uh, Chris Hamrick, he's another one in that, uh, in that long list. But uh, yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> yeah, br- you know that even with that to go out there and deliver a match, like I don't think four and off it sounds strong. Maybe I go like four point two five, but you know you're far off me, Matty. I don't think that's that's yeah. unreasonable. Where would you go with it, JP? As like a as a match, four point two five. I thought it was like as a as an absolute as a spectacle. Like you know, this is not going to be necessarily everyone's cup of tea. And there are people who won't watch this show for very good reasons, but. As a WWE match, like I almost hate myself to say it, this will be one of the ones I'll remember at the end of the year. When we're doing the year end polls. I'm not going to be because I'll be going like this is no right to be anywhere near as good or as entertaining as it is. I think and that's why people should watch it, JP, because they're going to go in with that. Oh, it's Logan yeah. Paul. You'll get a well, bit of a surprise. It's also as well that these Saudi shows are now part of canon. They've worked them into yeah. canon. They are closer to what the the storyline is on TV. It's yeah. part of their TV product of them doing this and they go across and then they're going to move on to Survivor Series and it'll be interconnected, you know, the the way they work through it. But it, it's, yeah, like whatever they're paying Logan, this is one of those times where you look at the the money he's getting go, like this is stuff you want to continue with for a long time yeah. because the guy is like... He's, Do you know if he didn't get injured though? Do you think he would have called an audible or like he might have been nah. in the war games? Nah. You don't know. I mean, for the war games match coming, you don't know if he could have slotted in that, JP. And, and that was it's a select amount of dates though, isn't it? And it's right. where do you want it? Do you want to save him for like a rumble? Him like him? Well, he won't be in it now. He'd be the Iron Man in the Rumble on that performance, though, wouldn't he? He'd be like fucking in there for like forty minutes. You know, it's yeah. half an hour bloodline segments. <laughs> Jake and, uh, and Logan Paul are the champions, you know. And Gunther, I've like Gunther in there. Gunther yeah. and Rey Mysterio in the main event. So there you go. That's a WWE ad watch. <laughs> but we should talk the rest. Of the, I mean, I was just saying quickly. Mm-hmm. The uh, the average on Grapple is just sitting under four stars at the minute. A lot of people like similar ratings to us, but there's a lot of people who've gone like three and a half or so. So there's definitely a mix. It feels like mm-hmm. one where both extremes are uh, kind of kind of being met. But like a a case you score, I'm not seeing any one or two stars, which uh, you might mm-hmm. want to expect with a, a Logan Paul in. There, so we're, we're certainly above the average. So hopefully, people don't go in with too high an expectation now and uh, and get disappointed by it. But yeah, I'd say go in with an open mind. And uh, if you are going to watch anything from this show, it's that. But I don't know the rest of the show, Matty. Um, you can tell us what are the other what are the other big big uh, talking points. I don't think it's worth going through match by match, really. There's no, because no throwaway stuff on this show, isn't there? But what was uh, what was notable for you? I liked, as I say, I give most of the matches uh, three plus boys because it was just one of them for me. It, this is a negative and a positive, it's going to sound like. It was just like 
they were there, but everyone was working hard for me. It, they were, the matches flowed, even like the women's tag at the beginning, I thought it was a bit, but near the end, everyone started working hard. The fans got into it. You know what I mean? So I just thought most matches were like, were watchable, but I liked Lesnar and uh, Lashley uh, at the start. I thought seeing Brock being completely dominated, getting mm. the fluky win and then getting laid out after it was just so perfect to set up for obviously the rubber match. It was, it was done well. And just to see Lesnar selling, I think I've said it in the past when he actually has to sell Lesnar, he's fucking boss on it. He really is. He's believable. That fake going Why, by his head. What was the deal? It's the story. Watch you know, it's getting get Lashley, you know, to show you can have the other match. If, if Lesnar just come in and batter them, what's the point of the fucking blow off match? You know what I mean? And he sold from the get go, wasn't it? Because yeah. it yeah. was the leg into the seal, steel seps as well. But yeah, I, it's one of my notes. And I was like, Brock's a good seller. Like, he is. He, he, he has is. that down on. Animal, I mean, he? He's just like fucking just falling all over. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. brilliant. It's, it's yeah. his eyes and everything. He doesn't do like, that thing. I know you hate Benno, that wrestling selling. <laughs> like he just doesn't do that stuff. He does still fight. I'm like, oh, yeah. He's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, where do you do selling. the rubber match? Do you save that for Mania? I mean, it's an interesting use of Lesnar that's out of the main event mix. I mean, if you do it and you use it to elevate Lashley as your guy who's kind of being there, it's got to be a gimmick match as well. I mean, they've had well, two straight one-on-ones here, so I think to settle it, it'd have to be some sort of, sort of gimmick match at maybe. Yeah, if you stretch it to Mania, but they might do a Survivor Series or the Rumble, Jay. I, just, I was going to say the Rumble, it'd be the Rumble or Mania, just because the Rumble would be save your Brock matches for the ah, stadium yeah. shows. Because you've got the War yeah. Games, I suppose, and the two War Games yeah. to sell Survivor Series. It's a, like you can have him do a run-in or something along those lines. And it felt like yeah. they were do, doing heel Lashley very much afterwards. Or was that for the benefit of the of the kind of local audience? As, as, well, he's never going to get booed, is he, Brock? Because he's such a spectacle. But yeah, yeah like I went uh, 3.25. I did, yeah. I, I went for this because it wasn't on long enough. But it was I just, just the use mm-hmm. of Lesnar was just re- refreshing, JP, for me. Just seeing that, that side of him, really. It right? was, well, it's Brock on an undercard. As yeah, well, that's mad. the thing with it. It's is yeah. it wasn't the main event. It wasn't positioned as the main event. I was glad it was on first because I thought this is something that deserves a bit of stature to it. Yeah, and like it feels like you you know there is storyline reasons for this match to happen and the rest of it. And it's always felt like the matchup that they should have gone to as soon as they push started pushing Lashley in the company. It's like this is something you should go to. This is yeah. kind of like easy money on the table because he's. He's credible in terms of size being next to to Lesnar as well. So yeah, like you, I I um I like kind of enjoyed it for for like what it was. I kind of want to yeah. see a more I don't know, I think there's part of me that just wants to see it in the in the stadium show as being a much bigger deal. It will. Like, I think they will for the blow off, they'll hype the blow off and there'll be some sort if you of have stimulation. The and you have it on that undercard. Like you can have like the big kind of arena wide brawl, last man standing match yeah, if ever you want to go yeah. down that way. And I think you can get away with it with yeah. these two. That that would be the big match of the night. So yeah, that yeah. would be um yeah, that'd be the main one on there. We haven't got Benno back at the minute, but I want to ask you, mate, what, what are the other matches you, you did you uh, did you watch the women's? Did you watch the Bailey Bianca Belly yes. last women's standing? I mean, I ended up going three two five on this again. But I, did, I was laughing. It got a bit cheesy and a bit like campy in the end, in the JP. Yeah. It was a bit like it did. It was a bit. 
Well, like the the bump Bailey took off the fucking golf cart with where she did miss the table and didn't snap. Oh, fucking hell! That was some fucking going. There. <laughs> there were a couple of the bumps that were yeah. brutal in this. There was one where I think she was doing like a flapjack, and it was like on right on the edge of the chair. Yeah, and it was just yeah. like fucking horrible. And she took that. I think that was the thing I felt about this match at times. Is it was just like Jesus Christ. Some of this looks absolutely. It's funny because it got me thinking about like when they first had a women's match, the idea of them having a women's hardcore match was yeah. something you thought that would never fly with like the Saudi censors and the rest of it. But here we are. They did it because they easily could have cut open and the rest of it. And it's, yeah. you know, it was a way of protecting Bailey as well with that kind of finish where she wasn't really down. The whole point is she should have been like kind of, felt like she was properly trapped in between that ladder. Yeah, but, it was just, as you say, a bit cheesy, a bit kiddie and stuff like that. I, the end was, and stuff. I was a little bit higher in the sense that I thought it was like a hell of a spectacle for what they did. Like I wasn't right. expecting it to kind of, so I ended up with three and a half. Oh, right. I, for me, it's like, it's that, and I don't it's, it's too, it won't bother you, Matthew, but it's those WWE, it was a very WWE tropey match for me. Like, uh, mm. I, I, I could see why people like it to say the catchphrase, but like, it just, yeah, I feel like I've seen it before. That's the problem. And it was like, it's cool that it's the women doing it and they're doing it in Saudi, even if they are dressed like race car drivers. So it's not that progressive. But like, yeah, I felt I just felt like I'd seen it before. That yeah. was like kind of my yeah. main criticism on that match. It didn't, yeah, it didn't feel particularly. But it's got, the feud's got to be over with now as well, surely. I mean, she's beaten in a couple of matches now, Bianca. They've got to move on to, um, I don't know who, Charlotte's. Got to be coming back soon, JP. This is that monthly. Yeah, Sasha coming back as well. It's like, Allegedly. yeah, she's got to move on now. Yeah, definitely. Mm. But other things. I mean, I've got it written down here. I know he's out here big on the the new the new and improved Bray Wyatt. Should I call him? But he was over in that building, though, Bella, wasn't he? Uh, I've family. got it. Like, I'm, I am. I'm shocked at myself, but I am into this run. I'm like, I'm interested <laughs> where it goes. I'll admit it. I'm coming out. I'm not coming out as a Bray Wyatt fan, but I am intrigued what they're doing. However, is this moving a glacial sp- like pace or is it me? Like th- those two weeks of SmackDown where they had like he just cut a promo backstage. Like there was one yeah. where he just like he like somebody walked in on the shot and he got mad at him, and that was your Bray Wyatt segment for the week. Like it started with this. I think everyone would agree. Incredible segment at the pay per view. Nothing's yeah. fucking happened since, and I get to with no. a slow burn story, but they need to step it up a bit. Like, Do you know what it is, Beno? I heard, I usually disagree with Alvarez and stuff like that, and uh, but he didn't half make me laugh. He is feuding with himself. <laughs> he really is feuding yeah. with himself. No, it's, I don't hate no, it, I know, but it's funny. It's, it's like he can't he result in a match though. <laughs> uh, like, can, it, can it not cinematic, JP? Can it not cinematic? Maybe Barry with him, JP. Uh, well, I enjoy the promo, and then Uncle Howdy comes yeah. out, and it's just shit again. <laughs> uh, that was an awful voice. Black like, shit, I apologise. How convinced yeah, that's was... Barry Windham? Because, like, based on when we did um, Montreal, we did Survivor Series '97, the new Blackjacks oh. are on it, JP, and he comes out dressed as a cowboy, Barry Windham, and it's like that's Uncle Howdy. That's I bet you that's yeah. what he called him when he was a kid. I bet, yeah, that's going to be like because the, the sneaking those things in. Like, there's a, there was a thing with Alexa on the show. I'm sorry, I'm getting into Fiend Laurie. This is terrible. Yeah, I bet I'm. You're a secret fan. <laughs> but there was Alexa. There was an Alexa bit on the show. 
there's the tease about Bo coming in. I think they're going to do something because he mentioned having like a wrestling family. family. I think they are yeah. going in that direction. And if JP, if it results in Barry Windham having a segment on Monday Night Raw, like come on, even that's going to turn you around, even if he is uncle. That will. But if it's a segment involving IRS, <laughs> no, I was going to say, as long as you don't sing here with him, we're all right. <laughs> I would go, it's my dad. I don't give a fuck. He was, you know, he's arrested. Um, I don't give a fuck. He's not going nowhere near Telly. At Survivor Series 97, BK. JP, do you know Barry Windham was only 37 years of age? <laughs> <laughs> Did he look older, Barry? He, he was washed up in like 92. Oh, <laughs> That's uh, what I'm saying. Phasing out, big bass. <laughs> at the age of 32. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, but no, I, I, I'm willing to give him the time of day with this, which is shocking for me, considering it's Bray Wyatt. But... Yeah, they need to get a move on. I think. Are you seeing where it plays out better? Are you letting it play out this one? Is this oh, one where you're actually going to let play out? Look, overall, I'm not that negative. I'm doing TV right now. I'm not doing somersaults like a lot of other people. I think they're meeting the bare minimum threshold of being JP said relatively well, watchable. Yeah. Like SmackDown, yeah. SmackDown at least. I still can't sit through a three-hour Raw. It's it's the borderline stuff's carrying the show. Like that that stuff's yeah. You know, the segment last week was incredible, and that stuff's a lot of fun. Yeah, if the Bray Wyatt stuff turns into something good, I'm open-minded, but. JP is right. Like there has to be a match at the end, and then the bell rang. As uh, yeah. Bruce Pritchard would say, "That's your, uh, that's your." But issue, the other matches, like I was saying, boys, like the women's tag, the six man tag, even the Usos against the Brawl and Brutes, were just all for me, just typical solid. You know, fine. Over, yeah, exactly. Over three stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Maybe not much to them, but good. You know what I mean? Everyone worked hard. Even Big Man Gallows, one of them, that impact show we reviewed a while back, that 10 man where he had that fire spot. He, he looked good again, Big Gallows. I've got I can't believe I'm saying yeah, it. Look <laughs> no, he did. I've got to gotta give him a bit of praise, showing at least a bit of fucking fire. But uh, but Strowman as well and Omas. I mean, for what it was, and the fans are into it. Yeah, I went two seven. I went two seven five because I loved the I loved the visual of the slam at the end. I thought it was a, a great stuff. That he's got going to get on Twitter. Do you see that tweet? He was like, "Oh yeah, you know all these five star mate. Your average yeah. rapper right now is two. I was dying for Gareth to quote tweet him. I can't believe it. I'm like, <laughs> if Gareth doesn't do it by the morning, I'm doing it. Uh, he'd <laughs> respond. He'd definitely respond. Then I'm fucking yeah. too nice. I, he would. I shock you. I went two and a half on this. Well, JP, it was probably it's like, no, it sounds like mental behaviour. I've seen so many of them do so many of these big man versus big man matches. And by that rationale, this was almost as good as you fucking get. Yeah. Like, I've stinkers. A lot of involving The Undertaker. Let's Carly. JP, how many times do it with Carly? Carly and stuff like that, yeah. El Gigante, Giant yeah. Gonzalez. Like, all of these big monsters, like, who, who come in and they're just shit and they're gone. I'll say this about Omos, like as seeing him as this raw project of what they've worked on. I thought to myself, I've such, I almost had such low expectations that I found myself like, this is perfect for this type of show of like just spectacle. That's all yeah, this You don't want to see him in matches on Raw and like other stuff. You don't want to see that. Makes Bron look like he was, I don't know, it was very, very weird. Like, it's almost like making him look like he's more of the athlete than Omos as well. And that's he's like, what it is, yeah. I mean, when he did the bill from the corner and stuff, I was like, whoa, like, yeah. that's a visual. That's yeah. like a proper visual. The finish was JP because it, I, I yeah. even watching it, even like he's going for obviously the Hogan Andre slam. And I generally just for the, a second forgot Strowman's finishes, the running power slam force. And then yeah. when he got him up, I was like, that looks fucking boss. And he yeah. gave him it, and it was like, fucking too right. Gotta give them the props, like. And it, it you know, podcast, for what it, you're not happy about this at all. <laughs> Bell, Bell's got it. 
and I could be saying, oh, Don't like, you know, talk about it. Yeah, come on. Ha- <laughs> half, a star, half a star shit or and stuff like that. But, I mean, I think the thing with it is, is like in this environment, this is the only environment Braun yeah. Strowman can work in. And as we've yeah, seen this, he's not a drawer outside of it. No. Like it doesn't work. It, it just doesn't work. This is the environment he needs to be in. Omos, like, I, don't, I mean, where do they, because he's abnormally tall. But what I would say with him is on that kind of the facials and the character stuff, yeah, a lot of it is kind of simplistic. Yeah. But he's not the worst. Like there are, like I say, there are so many worse I've seen than him. And I'm almost like kind of impressed. I was like, well, he can move around the ring. Yeah. Which I know is the lowest of fucking low bars. It is because I'm, 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 I'm not big on old Mass Rainey's JP, but I don't think No, I'm not big on him. And I thought that's what I'm giving Strowman more praise here. He brought it out of him, type, as JP said, getting beeled by him, just making, you know, it just, I thought he was great in this Strowman. I know his tweets of like whatever, Venno, but I really did. A, he was just on a high after this match. That's why what it was. He thought, fuck this, I'm going around on Twitter. Republicans are probably winning the House yeah. and Senate on Tuesday. Yeah, so he's amazing. like got a fucking stomping hard on and just think, yeah. Some wrestlers are going to be Republicans. What can you do? Um, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I can't share the praise of almost, but you know, it was, it was what it was. Um, I gave it two stars. Uh, oh. I, yeah, I think 1.75 actually I gave it on the app it's trending at 2 though it's trending at 2 so you're out under then which in big man matches is probably closer to a yeah. 4 usually 0.5 for that side of the stuff on there and I'll stand out for you Matt and else you want to talk about before we move on no just that but I'll say we've covered the, the others we're just there and stuff like that and we haven't the only match we haven't talked about sorry is JP's um, dream match the, the blow off with uh, Killer Cross and Drew Matt oh, <laughs> oh, I felt like it was 45 minutes long, do you know what I'll say though do you know what I'll say is they did work out but that ending just didn't go to plan with it was like the big chase who's going to get out Drew's going to climb or cross through the door no, it just didn't work for me. The superplex was good off the top. Robbed it out of the Hogan boss man, didn't he, that spot? But, um, I think because yeah. yeah. Cross is shit and he's never had a good match in his life. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> this might be his second best match ever. <laughs> I'll give it two and a half stars at best. You know, half yeah. stars for the cage. You know, he didn't even do that. But it gets through out of there. I know you, you might be big on Drew, but it gets him out of this feud now. I don't, what the hell do you do with him? He's got to be on the opposite team to the bloodline and survivor series, surely. I don't know Bring what. Chris Masters is what you do. Yeah, that's just it. I'll get that, get that IWC run going again. They loved him in Saudi, though, didn't they? You know, like they seemed quite, quite big into Drew. He did. Uh, it's still noticed that Carrying Cross still not getting a reaction, even from an audience that was effectively paid to cheer or react to everyone. Do you reckon he'll be gone, Ben, or by Mania? No, he's just played so stiff that they'll stick it with him. He likes him. Um, yeah. it's, like, it's like it's like I said today, Nick Aldis. Like he's a free agent. Bring him in, like oh, I want to stimulate yeah. him so much. Put him in the, uh, the killer cross role. Like he'd get, he'd get over. Well, it. Saying he this, talk. he's got press. Killer cross can do boys. a good Jesse. He can do a good, good Jesse Ventura impression. He can, JP. He really Whether or not that's enough to sustain <laughs> yeah. being employed by the largest wrestling company in the world, I don't know. All this kind of a wrestler so. impression, so there's that too. He's like, uh, that's yeah, one of the greatest works, can't. isn't it? This this great world champion he was, he wasn't, but he, he made you believe he was one. Uh, no, he did. It depends on the suit, yeah, and yeah. your and your pose. Just carry the belt like that. Wear a suit. Bosh on the mic, Benno. Race, isn't it? Bosh on the mic. He Bosh, is. Got to get he is. Yeah. yeah, it's like Logan oh, yeah. Paul. Great, great superstar presence. All of those other intangibles. 
then the bell rings is the thing, but it's WDB, so we can, like I said before, who cares? He'll get away with it there, <laughs> yeah, 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 he like, can more. You know, if you can, cook, if you can give you a 3.25 star match, he's like, you know, he's on the same level as Seth Rollins, yeah. so why not? Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm ignoring it, I'm I not going in. He, he went <laughs> on the show, was he Miz Chef? Is the example, there you go. Yeah, you can use Miz, you can't, not Chef. He's not Come having on. worse matches than Miz, is he, you know? Um, oh, but I've got a soft spot for all this. Um, if we're still... If we're done with it with Crown Jewel, I did want to mention quickly on the the note, the SmackDown main events got forgotten about very quickly, but uh Gunther yeah. and uh, and Rey Mysterio, that again, it's been a great week for uh for, for matches because there's another one on New Japan I'm gonna rave about in a minute. Thought this was fantastic as well. Rey Mysterio was just like he's found the fountain of youth. Like he felt he felt finished, like Five years ago, he felt finished. <laughs> yeah. Ten years ago, he felt finished. Fifteen years ago, here he is looking as fresh as ever. No, I wonder if he was going during the filthy animals. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that was it. Then he was done, money. Maybe he's gone. Ninety-nine. Twenty-three years later, here we are. Him and Gunther was fun. It was the first time, like, because Gareth said before, as Nikon. Get on board with Gunther and WWE because you know he just looks like an Olympic swimmer, don't he? He's like he's not <laughs> big or intimidating in any way anymore. But when he's in there That's with Rey Mysterio, you forget that, don't you? Like, yeah, he's, you, uh, you know, he, he is clearly bigger than Rey Mysterio, and you can take that even that out of your head. He was fantastic in this match. Rey Mysterio it was it was the match picture picture this match Walter versus Rey Mysterio. It was that. That's TV. it. Yeah, four stars. I give good. it like it was a just a great TV match. They gave it like time as well because it was what it was the pre-recorded saudi show so they had mm. football else to do so it was like go ahead lads it was like the last half breaks, an hour of the show yeah fantastic like i can't I've said it before complain about a lot of things about wwe can't complain about the use of walter it against type shot me massively but they've handled that fella great he, he gets these prime position. He's the when Roman isn't around, he's the default champion on SmackDown. Yeah. He's having banger yeah. little matches like this, banger little feuds. It's just it's great stuff. And yeah, if you didn't watch this match, maybe we haven't convinced you on the Crown Jewel main event. But if you were ever a fan of Walter or Mysterio, I imagine most people listening to this were. Yeah, this was a bit yeah. of a throwback. I thought it was a uh, really really good stuff, uh, Matty. It was, but it was Ben out. It was fucking brilliant. As you've said everything there about uh, Gunther as this IC champ. But I know we, well, last time I was on, we were like trying to always book Mania or whatever. But you hold that Sheamus uh, Gunther match off for Mania, don't you? That last chance kind of thing, if you can. Do you think they can wait that long though, Benno, and and wait for that? Do you know what I mean, or do you do it before that? I don't know where else he ends up if you if you don't do that. Uh, but they yeah. did the big injury angle, so Sheamus could go and get off and get married. Do you see the photos from? Yes. Uh, yeah, Miro was there. Miro was there yeah. at that. Yeah, I always love those photos where it's like half the grooms one of those wrestlers, and then those two are just regular blokes. It's like okay, there's the. Is me real life mate? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Want a stag do that at me? <laughs> yeah. Put yours to shame next year, mate. Uh, but, uh... Oh, but... <laughs> can you imagine that? Best man, you got a planet with it, and you're like, oh, they drink like fucking animals as well, <laughs> yeah. don't they? Like, well, especially if you were planning that stag do in the 1980s, uh, it could well, have been yeah. a good thing and a curse, wouldn't it? If you got Ken Patera there, oh, he's a big lad; he'll keep us safe. Next thing you know, he's fucking smashing up a subway. Andy says here, by the way, yeah, it's the fountain of youth for a mysterious doctor with dodgy injections in Mexico. <laughs> Possibly, uh, I wouldn't Possibly. put it past it, but uh, uh, whatever, but, he found it. And it's uh, it's it's great. I keep, as I say, I keep Seamus and Gunther apart, and mainly have that last chance match for Seamus where he wins the IC. And we obviously know it's going to be Ray and Dominic as well. Obviously, the storyline Ray's on SmackDown now, he wants us to quit. Triple H saved them from quitting. 
you're going to get Ray and Dominic at Mania, whether anyone likes it or not. That's no what's going to happen. No I don't mind. I don't mind. I, I, Dominic's been great as a heel. I'm, his matches great. aren't amazing, though, but he's getting the fucking heat. Benno, he's getting, it might be X-Pac heat. It might be Vicky Guerrero heat, but he's getting the fucking heat, mate. He is, so you can't deny it. Great's doing heavy lifting there. By the way, that Vicky Guerrero segment on Dynamite, hot trash. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. Uh, anyway. What happened, what happened, Benno, with, oh, with, yeah, with Vicky? Nyla Rose come out and cut a promo over a match. Oh. It was horrendous. It was 2000, <laughs> whatever, year SmackDown six, yeah. whatever she was around. <laughs> fucking awful. Awful. <laughs> Sorry, just sideswipe there at AEW. Um... <laughs> Yeah. She was very much Logan Paul-esque on the stick in that we had no expectations and she turned out to be fucking, for that period of time, just Oh, going. heat magnet? But now it's yeah, 15 years out of date. Yeah, it's too late like, now, yeah, yeah, it really yes. is. Yeah. Really uh, is. Did you see Ray and, uh, and uh, Walter? Um, no. No, I had completely forgotten. Go on, yeah. go on. I think, yeah. yeah. I completely forgot. That's it, probably. But I think, like, I mean, I would. That seems to be one of the ones I would actually kind of go back and watch that match individually because on the BT Sports app you can kind of just go through it, can't you? It's oh, just, can uh, you? Yeah. Oh, you can just choose the match basically with the I'm enhanced sure player. Same thing, like with the football. If you want to go back and watch, watch the guy. I don't know why I'm not. I feel I'm doing an advert for the BT Sports app. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. Like you're net- getting a few bob off the <laughs> We discovered on the network on Survivors. No, you know, you can skip through matches, JP. There's literally a, a whole chapter called the Montreal Screwjob. <laughs> Must be yes. enough people searching for it that it gets its own. <laughs> oh. Those four to five seconds get a get their own, uh, get their own chapter. Don't be giving too much away, Beno. Yeah, yeah. Listen to the uh, the flashback, folks, if you if you want to hear more on that. But yeah, moving on from uh, from from WWE, we want to talk some uh, some New Japan as well. Um, it's finally mm. GP, the uh, the never ending um, fucking tour. Um, what was it called? Burning Spirits. Um, not Battle even, Autumn. Battle Autumn. Fucking how many shows? Like it's been a long. Sixteen of these fuckers. <laughs> Sixteen. Hell. The multi man's in that fucking hell. JP's been reading them out. That's why I bring it up. <laughs> I I I mean, like I get to the point where I don't do the the sides of this, but dare I say it? I thought this was a good show from New Japan. I don't know if that seems like a controversial statement. When's the last me. time you said that, JV? Not very, I've I've had always had a lot of complaints about like the undercard and things like right. this, but I would say that there were things on this and things that were positioned in a way, which some of which are good, some of which are like, oh, I've seen that in the UK and I wasn't really that interested then, but maybe a Japanese audience will respond to it better than that but i think it's yeah it's it's an interesting one because what we're watching is they've got two big shows they've got the crossover show which is on like a pay-per-view that's on new japan world yeah that won't be a weekend of all all out by the way not all out on the weekend of all out of course that makes life so much fucking easier um and at the same time they're prepping for the dome so you're wondering, you're at that point where you're going, okay, what are the directions they're going towards here? Particularly for someone like an Osprey, Mike, I think. But What fresh matches are we getting at the Dome, JP? <laughs> I don't care. It's all hard as Jay White, isn't it? I know it's that, I, isn't it? Is that, yeah. Yeah. There's a nice four-way junior <laughs> match. That's right, isn't it? There's a four-way junior match that's on there at the moment. What else is on there? Like there's, I don't know. Like we've, we've Tamatonga got... still getting pushed, JP. Yeah, he was tagging with a carder on this. Oh, Did you yeah. not see? I mean, in a nothing match, a match that was just 
yeah, baby face Tamer. Who gets those kind of reactions? I don't know. Like, I think there's well, like yeah, Wrestle think, Kingdom, just to say so far, is that we yeah. got Zack Sabre Jr. He's confirmed. Uh, yeah, uh, right. Jay White versus Okada. They're getting the graphics out already, to be fair to them. Taji Shimori, right. Despi, Hiromu, and Master Wato is the four way uh, JP alluding to there. Mm. Um, I don't know. This time of year, I, uh, I, I was big on IWGP women's title match as oh, well. Yeah. I think that no, uh, there, there will be one on the show. It, they already would have decided the other event, but. I mean, my, I'd say my interest in New Japan's at an all-time low. I don't really care what they put on Wrestle Kingdom. I'll watch it. We'll review it at the time. It's not really, for me, that that interesting a subject anymore. But I will say, like, I didn't watch the whole show. I just watched the main event. So, JP, you can fill me in on, you know, what the, mm. the notes were on the undercard. But actually, I watched the last two matches. I watched the FTR uh, match as well, which was uh, mm-hmm. mainly just cool to see FTR in New Japan like I look forward to see more of that felt like they were over hard to tell considering we're still doing clap crowds which that was a disappointment when the you know I, I assume this was one of the ones they had coming up that were uh, the ones where they're allowing cheer mm-hmm. and still not so that was a negative but I enjoyed that but the main event like the main event was incredible like the main event yeah. made me want to like New Japan again it made me want maybe give Wrestle Kingdom more of a chance TV maybe think like maybe I should have uh, spent the time on the undercard because that was I went through like different stages watching this. Like I watched it right before we, we went live on like the first ten to fifteen minutes, typical New Japan main event pace, you know, Osprey's working over Naito, and then Naito's working over Osprey, and the easy complaints to make, oh, you're wasting time. But I don't think it was wasted time because the, the Naito work over Osprey's neck paid off, didn't it? And it was like it was, it was, you know, it was your house main event New Japan main event style. Maybe people can can close their eyes and imagine what it's gonna be. But I thought the work in this was spectacular. Probably the best match we'll talk about today. Um, I thought, like, mm-hmm. you know, I love the last match with the, with the two of them as well. But I thought this was I actually thought this was better. I thought Osprey's selling was fantastic. I think you know I know people are going to have an issue with him, you know, flying and stuff. But every spot he did felt isolated. Like if you're watching that, thinking oh Osprey just did floppy stuff, there was like maybe three to four spots that he did, but they yeah. were all measured and isolated yeah. and felt desperate. And you do maybe have to, you know, sust- you know, suspend your disbelief a little bit that he can pull these spots off, even though he's got the bad neck. But you know, personally, I can. And personally, I think he does that better than anybody. And that desperation from Osprey, like, was so well sold. His little hope spots were so well done. Like, my favorite moment in the match was when Osprey took him up to. And you know, I don't necessarily praise New Japan commentary all the time, especially when it gets too dramatic for me. But like when he was in the corner. Yeah, taking Knight up top to do something. And the commentator were like, what's he even trying to do? What's he trying to do? And the story was, he was just fucking desperate. He was on his arse, because he spent most of the match on his arse, or selling, or selling the neck, and he just needed to pull something out, and then it didn't work out for him. And then they had the spot later on where, like, you know, he would have... Been- he would have been dead with the you know when that went into the reverse runner off the top, like he, that would have finished him. But he lands on his feet, which is an overdone spot. But in context, there mm. it worked really well because it was like if he hadn't yeah. have done that, the match would have been over. And then through pure desperation, you know, it's a couple of hidden blades, and he wins, and he fights for underneath and pulls back. I thought this was maybe similar to the the Lashley Lesnar match, kind of in, in a little way, where like you know the the man on the uh, on the losing end got the majority of the offense, but the way they told this story, I thought was masterful. Osprey, 
is every bit the main event worker. He, you know, he gets touted as now. He is, mm-hmm. whether people, you know, like it or not, one of the best wrestlers in the world at this point. Yeah. It was one of my favorite Naito performances I've seen in a while. I, I love this. This I go four and a half on this. This will be inconsiderate it, with a, with a with a crowd. I know it's the the you know we've been saying it for two years now. With a crowd, I might have gone five. You know, four point seven five. There is that the slight negative, but you know, even the clap crowd. You know, we're into this, and we've seen that a couple of times in in Osprey's big matches. Um, this end of the year, it had the right results. It was well worked. I, I honestly thought this was this was fantastic. Almost single handedly dragged me back into New Japan, JP. Yeah, I'm with you on this. Like, I first of all, I thought of um, like I, I, my natural instinct was not to go as high as other people on the app. But I ended up going four and a half. I kind of went four point two five, and then I thought about. It, I was like, no, I really like this. I thought this was a was an absolutely cracking match, and I was like, was watching it today on the. Um, on the way into work of all things. So I was like, it felt like a really good kind of match to get into. And it was like a deserved epic. And it served the purpose of cementing Osprey at the top of that card, which is what these feuds with Naito. And you said this on the weekend show. It's like, like he is a bit, he is a draw. He's a draw in Japan. Naito. There's a reason he's still in main events if people are kind of tired of it. But I think it's, the story with him and and like the the commentators mentioned this as well like the the idea of he's he's still trying to cling on to being like a main eventer like a proper main eventer and he isn't and Osprey's clearly the guy up on the rise and I thought it was like it there was so much like really good stuff in it like you say that early work on the neck just like it wasn't wasted it played into it and you mentioned there about the big spots. I, I think that's the thing that's really coming in. Like they're not happening all the time, but they're kind of happening when he has to do stuff desperately. Like that's when, that's when he tends to have to go for that kind of spectacular flashy offense, which may not be against, which is that thing that you always want a character in wrestling to have is that kind of, this is the stuff they break out when they're desperate. This is what they do. And it can sort of play into like, you know, being able to take advantage of it. But I thought it was, I mean, if there was one disappointing aspect, it's probably the fact that Shota Umino came out at the end. <laughs> like really afterwards. Well, I've seen it and yeah. I didn't think it was great when I saw it live. So like, I don't think it's going to be, I, I get why it's a different thing in Japan because there is a thing about Shota Umino who's going to probably meet. And I have to say his performances in the last end of his time at Rev Pro is probably the best that he had actually been in terms of, but that's not really saying much. Is it? There were times he just looked like kind of out of shape, and what we watched him in Manchester it was oh god. But I think here with that crowd who haven't seen him, who maybe haven't seen any of the Rev Pro stuff, or maybe aren't even subscribers to New Japan World, so they're not actually watching it. They're gonna love this stuff because obviously the the stuff with Red Shoe Red Shoes um, Uno anyway, his dad. So it just makes me wonder, like like that's the only thing like that seems like it's a fill-in gap i thought when he was doing putting on his he had night on his shoulders and he was going into the corner i thought he was going for the one-winged angel i definitely did he must have been yeah and i thought when they announced this match at x over because i thought to myself that's a match i think we might get like i think that might be one of those kind of like trade-off things if not then it's been a kind of waste of time that happened um, yeah. And if New Japan wanted a big match that would really mean something to kind of sell a lot of tickets and to sell a lot of New Japan World subscriptions, 
you have Kenny, Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay in a pissing contest in Japan. Because that's what it'd become. It'd be like, I am going to out-fucking-flip you. It, it would be amazing, that. Not a literal pissing contest. I'm not, no, like, all in. Melter no. would, Benno, he'd go full. He'd break them all again with that. He would. Already. <laughs> you break them all with me. That's the thing, you know. Oh, you're mate. You're a big Ken man on the sly. Oh, I am, lad. I fucking... We, we want him back in all this nonsense with Punk, Benno. That's what we want. We want Ken back, but... Um, <laughs> no, I, I went, like, four on this. I've watched this, the first New Japan match I've watched in a... Benno, it must be well over a year, easily well over a year. And as you said, at the beginning, I was like, oh, same old fucking shit here, same old. <laughs> but then, to be honest, it did. It got me into seeing Osprey. You know, I love the, you know, the bumps, the neck breaking to the outside. How we done that sit, sit out powerbomb? He had them like for a run and slam or something, didn't he? And oh. then flicked them up. That was fucking world class stuff. That like really it was. Is, it was That's the word world class. Yeah, reminded you that it was top level in New Japan is supposed to be world class yeah. wrestlers having world class matches. That's what this felt like. Yeah, it's the most I've felt like that in a while about a New Japan main event. It was, and as I say, I don't know what you know. I, I might be as a uh, dipping in as you are going to be over the next few, but you know, I probably will watch the big matches on the uh, Wrestle Kingdom and stuff like that and see what they're doing. But yeah, it was. Uh, I was pleasantly surprised, Ben, because I, I was going in thinking I was going to fucking hate this. I'll be honest, points, mate. So you know, it was <laughs> yeah, it was all right. Yeah, yeah. was it for the US? And you know yeah. what? I, I went wild and actually watched it with Japanese commentary as well, boys. What can face I've ever I know. Fucking wild. What's happening here, <laughs> Chris Charles? Joe, Dave, like he was me on the FBL show last week. Like he was fucking <laughs> well. Like, <laughs> yeah, Dave, I'm doing it again. I'm doing it properly now, mate. I'm doing it properly. <laughs> you are indeed, mate, aren't you? Fuck you. Euro Pound it's coming. Yeah, um, it is. But what, what, that old Japan stuff, mate. You'll be well <laughs> in that. I love that. I keep having it home. I'm off all week. I'm, I'm going to be doing some deep dives this weekend. I'm going to one night. I'm going to set myself aside, start off on a random match, and just go wild and see where it takes me. That's what I'm gonna do. Good lads. Uncle JP also, you know, so I'm sure he'll have love to, to hear it, mate. Oh yeah. <laughs> what do we miss? Are we well? Are we from well? the uh, the undercard then, JP? What was uh, what was notable well, stood out for you? Of the stuff that I thought was, uh, I mean, on the undercard. I mean, I don't know if you want to talk about the tag team match first. Probably before. I didn't have much notes on it really, other than it was I, cool to see FTR. Um, I, that was primarily. I thought. I, I think I went three. I think I went. I might have been like three and a half on it. I just thought it was good. It was fun. It wasn't over long. Um, it was a good eve. It was like almost Japanese fans hadn't seen a good tag team in New Japan for a long time, <laughs> and here was one who's turning it's up, true. kind of showing them that tag team wrestling can be good. Mm. And it was just like you just suddenly made them think. Like, oh, this tag team stuff's all right. And then going, yeah, it's not, the problem isn't tag team wrestling. The problem is the way it's being booked in this promotion is is very much the issue there. So it kind of, it, it, it felt like they were more into it. My, provi- my prevailing thoughts at the end of it was, and it's a big move because they've announced the tag league, um, like lineups and Aussie Open are in there. Your ballsy move is you go for a rematch at the Dome between FTR and Aussie Open. I don't All see right, them I'm doing in that. Dome discourse again. Cool, let's do that. All right. yeah, yeah. I, I, I'd love to see them do it because it'd be like, give them a chance to have a great match on a big show. Use it as an opportunity to push Aussie Open, like to make them feel like a big deal because it did feel on this card that they were getting behind Aussie Open because on the undercard in the multi-man, they're the ones that got the pin. Like, and that's not the kind of, and that was, they got the pin on... Um, Oh, was it Toriano 
like I mean it's only Torriano I know but that's the kind of stuff that always means something so it made me feel like that was there but I thought it was it was good and kind of as it's as good as a tag match is going to get because the problem is with FTR in, in New Japan I mean good as a tag team matches are going to get there at the moment because they just haven't got the quality of the opponents to work with that's your big problem if you're in dream matches, dare I say it, Gorillas of Destiny versus FTR would be considered a dream match to some. Are they still knocking about? Not, I'm not one of those people. T- well, that's it. in singles. Oh, he's in singles. That's why. Yeah, he's in yeah. singles. It's not even like they'd go back to that. And I've got no interest, but in terms of their bigger legacy tag teams, that'd be the one that's there. That's the only it's, one, yeah. It's, it's the problem that FTR coming in, they're not coming into a new Japan where they're, they've got even a kind of basic tag team division to go into. I see the angle. They done, they, they done the angle backstage, didn't they? Did you see it when FTR was that this show where FTR won and they give them the beer cans to the, um, did you see that? And yeah, then give the gear to Aussie well. Open and then like, he was yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Like, season something, yeah. I, I was going like, oh, I hope it's on, you know, actual New Japan. It's not on like a, a, an angle for strong. It doesn't feel like it. It feels mm-hmm. like we are, maybe the it does for New Japan, that, yeah. like the two yeah. Western teams can, I was like the other, um, the other note, the one quick note I did have in this match and the main event. To be honest, how great is Gideon Gray? Like he fits so well. Like even in the main oh. event with the clap crowd, you know, he was like he was doing the old school Jim Cornette thing where he's banging the apron and like the crowd are going with it, even though like you know it's like he's pretending to to be a heel. Trying she to heel yeah, yeah, the fans, but classic, actually the fans are joining it. Yeah. It's classic heel stuff. I think he's yeah. great. I love him in this. I wouldn't have ever imagined it would happen. I don't understand how it happened or who saw him on a red pro team. When that guy, like, they look past Michael Oku and uh, Ricky Knight Jr. I was like, no, we want Gideon Gray. That's the guy we want in Japan. He's been good value from the stuff I've seen. It's a uh, brilliant gimmick. Yeah. And I think it's getting over. Like, that is the thing with it because he was, every match he's in, you're expecting to take the fall. Because I think we explained the character a while ago when I saw him debut in there. And it's, if you've ever seen the film, like, I think the best way I've heard it explained to me is, is if you've seen that film Firecatcher or anything about the, like the um, John Dupont who was mad into wrestling and funded it and kind of wanted to be one, but he, he couldn't do it. So he shot Kurt Angle's mate. Oh, Fox That's catcher. as far as I can kind of remember. Foxcatcher, not Foxcatcher. Foxcatcher with Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve I've, I've seen that. I'm all over the place with He's this. Sorry, it's quite late. It's on recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It was a bit. Um, <laughs> it yeah, was the title for that. Pretty that would be. <laughs> that's fucking brilliant, mate. You should be working on the space program. That. But <laughs> he was. Sorry, by the way, just hmm. to, just to jump in, Gideon Gray and G Man are taking over Japan. That's the world we're living in. I don't know. It's well, mental, isn't it? It really is. Like, and it's. The thing is with this as well is is that he's going to be a regular presence. He's going to be there regularly because not only does he do basically like ring announcing for United Empire as well, but it's the way that in the tag, he gets slapped by, as soon as he comes in the ring, it's like, well, he's shit and he can't really wrestle. But these guys who are with him because he pays for everything in the United Empire within the storyline, is the money mark, they let him do it. And if he loses, they can't really have a go at him because he's the one who's paying them. So it kind of works in that he has to basically, his gimmick is he has to be bad at wrestling, which is something not entirely similar to what Abyss did when he had to wrestle as Chris Park. Chris Park, which, yeah. And it's, Chris, and it's, and it's, 
Well, and it's brilliant the way that they did it, though, wasn't it? Because it was like he has to pretend that he doesn't know how to wrestle while actually wrestling. And I think, you know, getting grades is a similar thing here. So, like, yeah, I thought he was, again, I thought it really, it really worked. The, the other stuff I would say that is worth seeing is I thought the um, junior tag match at the beginning between uh, Francesco Akira and TJP versus Abushi and Titan. I thought that was good. Otherwise, like a good opening match, and a lot of stuff. The undercard was generally it didn't it wouldn't piss you off. It didn't take up too much time um, in in this. So, like, I thought it was a good solid ten minute opener. I was just surprised that the Lij team didn't win because they'd made a deal of Titan coming in there as well. And you'd be pleased to know that Hikaleo versus Yujiro was a one minute squash. Week nine seven on the grapple up. I was wondering why that was. Yeah, okay, that makes more sense because it was a squash. What <laughs> well, JP? It Is was Jeff great. Cobb still with Osprey? Is he yes. still banging about Jeff Cobb? Yeah. I, at some point, they'll make a split with him and Great O'Khan because it doesn't make sense. They've already got a tag team in United Empire. You don't really need to. O'Khan is the least of the natural fit. You've got the kind of hero story. I think it's a lot easier to turn him face, frankly. Keep Cobb in there as well. Maybe have Cobb and Hanare as your kind of Hoss lads thing if you want there as well. However, he's in tag league, Great Khan teaming with Hanare. So you wonder whether or not Hanare is the one who's going to be taking the pins occasionally there rather than that. Are they going to build to something there? Um, we've got a final. Like? What, what do you think? Um, the, the Rita, because uh, it's the Rita Zack, and we all on the weekend, yeah, a preview on this. We were terrified to go the other way, and we get the scenario. Maybe we get scenario evil for third place, like it's the World Cup. Maybe they'll do that. Um, I'm glad right. it's the Rita and Zach. Let's uh, let's not put yeah. ourselves through that. I, yeah, I mean, not as good as the Ishi match, but the match against Sonata was was fine for what it was. I mean, Sonata's an odd looking fella these days. He seems to be more hair than man. Um, I was going to say, is Sonata evil? Are all these still knocking about? <laughs> they all still yeah. like, yeah. doing the same the old <laughs> shit. The same <laughs> old stuff. I mean, they built up, Narita has to win this. They're calling him son of strong style. And the and they're making like illusion to being like Inoki. Yeah, they said Curry, that, wasn't it? He, fans who love New Japan right now who don't agree with any of the criticism love Ren Narita. People like us, you know, former New Japan fans, Love Ren Narita, like a WH Park, loves Ren Narita. He's that one bright yeah. spark right now. He's like he's basically Shibata Jr. is the uh, is the yeah. thing. And doing him in Zaka at Wrestle Kingdom does feel uh, you know strangely apt, to be honest. But like God, I'm so glad they went through with that and and, and he's yeah. got it to the final. It's his tournament to win, surely. Like good on them for following through, to be honest, because they could have, yeah. you would have you wouldn't have been shocked if it turned out to be evil Sonata in the main event of this thing. Well, the great thing about Zach Evil was that was about four minutes and it was mainly comedy and he sort of rolled it up and I went, oh, thank God. That's hmm. 12 minutes of my life I've saved. I feel quite appreciative of that. Um, I five by not watching it, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and like, I thought that was, I thought that was fine. Narita has to win. They're going to do it as an Anoki tribute show. You've got to have Narita win. Like, there's no logic have, to it. Have you seen who Zach's working at Yoho? They put him against Leon Slater. I love that. They've done I've like seen a, that. Right. Yeah, yeah, the way yeah. it would normally, because Zach would always be the guy facing the New Japan import. And it's like, actually, Zach's the New Japan import now, isn't he? So yep. put the young British wrestler against them. Oh, that's fucking great book. Yep. Leon Slater might not quite be there yet. It feels a little soon, but fuck it. What else are you going to do? Like, why not? <laughs> like, give him a shot. You would sooner they try. Mm. That would be the thing. I would just sooner they try that stuff rather than not bother at all. 
JP, I might be playing like New Japan lottery here, plucking names out and frying them at you. But is Shingo still about? What are you doing? Yeah, so Shingo <laughs> was on the... Look, I, always, yeah, I haven't heard nothing about him for ages. So Shingo last was on... We were talking about him last week in that Rumble on 44th Street because yeah. he was in a in a in like a, a hardcore match with ELP. You might like that Which one. was all right. Yeah, Actually, I, I think you might like it. I might like, give that a go, boy. Sounds like, like that. 3.75. It was perfectly fine, yeah. like for yeah. what it was. Um, and, and they both bled. Genuinely, like I think you like them. This with Fred Rosser and the likes on, though, JP. Yeah, this oh, yeah. The lads on. Freddie Rosser, Freddie Rosser, John Gresham. You had there. Oh, Gresham on Fred there, yeah. versus John. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> who else is on? Who else was on them? The lesser Freddie oh. versus Jason. Fred versus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's another title contender. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. It's just, I, I just want there to be, uh, can Fred Ross have a match against Rosemary so we can have Fred and Rosemary? <laughs> and then ho- host it on the West Coast of the US. <laughs> It will cost a lot of money, be completely unnecessary, but it might mean. Serial killers are in JP, one. you know. Netflix are on it. It's uh, it's the top. Oh, and I think about the West, about bloody time as well, went. considering, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. God, you missed really. it before, Ben. I was showing JP in the workshop. I found a book about Fred West, and I, I, I'm going to have to get it and send it. You know, it's only four quid as well. <laughs> uh, I could mate. I, I walk past at least three oh, you know branches right. of the works. I'll be looking for this Fred. Make it your way in between oh, work, JP. You like on the on the commute to work. Matty's that, getting that you a gift, you're paying for it yourself, JP. That's yeah. Right. <laughs> I did try once to Photoshop Jim Smallman's face onto Fred West's head in that wedding flow with <laughs> oh, Rosemary. Man, didn't happen. Didn't work. Fuck me. As a concept in my mind, it was brilliant. <laughs> And there's your new Japan review. And in case you are curious, Fred West is dead and Rosemary West is very much in jail. Uh, I assume so, unless she breaks out tonight, in which case, run for your lives, folks. <laughs> Sorry. Didn't expect that this. to be with the new bad. Japan review. But any other thoughts on, uh, on New Japan JP? Um, Historic Exover's coming up. Um, it's now the, or never. Yeah. Um, Get us back. AEW's a bit weak right now. I could do a New Japan. Yeah. Good. It'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> there is, if they can just book sensible fucking cards, they, I mean, the whole thing needs a shake up, like across the board. The stables are all, to say they're stale is ridiculous. We're well past <laughs> that point now. <laughs> like, we're eight years in to like some of this stuff. And you just be, and you got these group of lads, really? Please? Like, they're still together. Chaos, like it's just <laughs> bollocks, isn't it? Really, and but they, there is a gap for them to do something, and I think the best thing that they can do, like the things they seem to be doing, is a doing the time with Stardom because it's a hot product for Bushi Road, so it makes commercial sense for them to do it. They want to get some of that rub, but it's very much like I don't like. There is some like we've got the crossover show. And I'll be interested to see what it does because that's like the brand new arena that Noah just run. It's like 15,000 and built for the Olympics that I'm constantly bringing up. So that'll be interesting. But I think it's just, they need to do stuff for the dome. They need to have like, and I think the match, you, you go for it above everything else, above Danielson and whatnot is do Osprey Omega. You've got I to, yeah. That's the one I'd be that can that. draw. It feels massive, like as a proper dream match. And... 
it would it would sell it like it'd be the kind of thing you'd put on the semi main like easily yeah and then you can have a carder lifting it up on an Anoki tribute show but you you've kind of got the I know that that sounds it's very very crass and there will be an exploitative element of it of trying to sell tickets based on the fact that this is like that new Japan saying goodbye to Antonio Anoki but of course they'll do that is this free night I mean, JP is the free night to this Wrestle Kingdom or no one. Enough that, oh, so just one. one and the next day's New Year Dash. The issue is oh, it's right, on a Wednesday, okay. which oh, even Chris God. Charlton mentioned. Oh, it's they actually do it January the 4th, no matter what, don't they? Yeah. To be fair to them, like, yeah. Well, they mentioned about FTR wanting to be there, and he went, Oh, well, it, you, Tokyo Dome is on a Wednesday. That's the week Tony will decide to book them. That'll be the way he, he decides to book them. Agony. It's very important. We need to put this on. Yeah, fucking hell. <laughs> if he's smart, you want to say, Here's FTR and Kenny Omega wrestling in front of. 30 or thousand at the dome or whatever they yeah. manage to do is like a real attendance. Like, isn't that a bit bigger than here's us in front of 4,000 in a half blacked out arena in New Jersey again? Yeah, didn't it? Remember when Wheelie Utah went to the, um, the, the oh, I've got thoughts on that, but when Wheelie Utah went to the, uh, the the junior tournament this year, never it, maybe half mentioned it on Dynamite, like, show it, it's cool, he's in Japan, he's yeah. doing all yeah. that stuff, you know. Little footage, yeah. yeah. Hopefully we get it, it makes you look like a proper, like your wrestlers are proper global wrestlers. Yeah. And if you're wrestling in front of a big crowd, I don't know, fucking show that big crowd. It's I worthwhile. We can do something. Um, but yeah, that that was that's it for uh, for New Japan. Uh, anything else you guys have watched? Anything? Uh, I've watched on the JP else, Roller decks this week. Do you watch any more Tales no. of the Territory? Have you seen any of that? Matt? I'm. Uh, I want to catch up for that. I haven't, no, Beno, I haven't watched none of that. Yeah, no, I haven't. Yeah, had a look. yeah, yeah. We're very enjoyable. Yeah, the, uh, Are you just talking about it on yeah, Spotlight yeah, about yeah. it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. this, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's good, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you've not thought about any more of them, JP. I haven't. There's the Florida one. There's an AWA one I do need to see. I mean, again, I look around the table and I just think, the first phrase that comes to mind is lying bastards. Let's just assume that from the very get-go until proven otherwise. What's your, what's your shooting exactly. TV show uh, title idea? Lying bastards and the, the lying bastards. Oh, is it? Tells, yeah, lies, liar, lies, liars, and the lying bastards who tell them. <laughs> or, or what is it? Um, bullshoot interviews where he's <laughs> trying to spot lies, like Sid trying to tell everyone he drew 70,000 to the fucking... <laughs> that dome in the match he had against Hogan and it was all him. But Major Guns also used to use the argument she drew the same quarter hours as night as Goldberg did in the year two thousand. So she was She's all right though, JP. <laughs> Matt, you'll back out. You'll back out. Oh, yeah. Over Sydney. <laughs> Do you know what I watched though, Ben? It's completely random. I've watched yeah, the network for ages. And they've um the table for free. There was a random one I hadn't seen before with Bret Hart, Jerry Lawler, and Kane basically discussing the kiss my foot as a Yankum feud. And it was quite refreshing, you know, just That's to see them three talking about. Talk I about know. Yeah. Just them three because Jerry Lawler's like the, basically I physically ill during that match. I thought yeah, it was he's disgusting. Ne- he's yeah. navigating it like the king very well. And Bret Hart loving it. He, but Bret Hart's putting over, and he, I've heard him say it on a lot of shoot interviews. No one touches the king for being the greatest heel, the greatest villain of all time, because he just knew how to work that crowd. He said, Bret Hart's putting him over, something rotten on it. Like, it's it's good little watch for 20 minutes, that. I didn't expect it at all. Better than that Stein is one I watched. Oh, shit. 
Oh, I didn't watch that one, GP. Was it was Scott not, not up to scratch on that or Scott wasn't talking much and no. it was just basically Rick Steining telling Bron, you were lucky. Back in my days, we were on the road. And it was ah, difficult right. and we beat the shit out of young lads. Yeah. And yes, I never cheated on your mother at all. Not remotely <laughs> interested. Never looked. I've, I've Why don't you bring her on the road then? <laughs> Fuck yeah. Me. None of your business. <laughs> Rest in cr- peace, Rick. Uh, after Carl's, you see that? After Carl Julie had a like, Rick Rude, I was thinking of oh, stories. <laughs> the other, uh, the other, an advert for uh, there's a table for three. I think it's a twenty four seven title edition. It's like Carmella oh, yeah. or Truth. Dana Brooke it is, yeah. Oh, she, oh, oh fucking hell, it looks terrible. But it's just, this one is worth checking out just for Brett. Like you know, you got Brett Hart here, one of your big stars, and like getting. Getting it laid, exactly. So I didn't even think of that time, but getting laid out to him, like, you know, were they having a kiss my foot match? You're feuding with a dentist, you're feuding with, you know, and it's just bizarre, but Brett's loving it. He's going along, like, you know, you know, I'm having, you know, and but he puts Kane over as well as his, like, you know, the pressure of this SummerSlam match. He said, I thought you, you know, lived up to it and you done well in this match and, you know, you listened and you had your spots. Well, it, it's it's decent. It is decent. Coming soon to Grapple Cave, you're on the deep cut. Isaac Younger versus Bret Hart. I'd be shitting it. Bret Hart in the mid card, didn't it? Fucking by the end. Like the Chris Masters episode that you can also listen to on grapple.com, patreon.com forward slash grapple. Created a website there, it doesn't exist. Well, speaking of which, yeah, we'll get to the the plugs. Nice, nice tidy, less two and a half hours here. We'll, yeah, patreon.com slash grapple for for more. Obviously, we had the the 40. About a forty-minute pre-show before this. I saw quite a funny thing on the uh, on Twitter this week talking about podcasts only starting forty minutes in. We don't even yeah. just start forty minutes in. We do forty minutes before. That's uh, yeah. Cow- those cowards out there with their with the ninety-minute podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> One day we'll get there. Um, but <laughs> if you want more, um, you can check it out. There's a little uh, post show we'll be doing with our, our patrons mm-hmm. uh, in a minute, and you can get spotlights live every week uh, in video. I'm looking at ways of um, putting the stream out in live audio as well. Had a couple of people mentioned uh, maybe wanting that. Ooh. Um, so yeah, I might say it might uh, be something coming there. But other than that, yeah, Montreal month continues. Uh, Survivor Series '97 review coming out Wednesday on the anniversary. Um, yeah, we're going to be looking at the uh, rest of the shadows uh, film club. Uh, that'll be you guys while I'm away. And then yeah, the uh, the Brett in uh, WCW plus uh, yeah, an observe this coming. Got a yeah, Chris Masters one up there. That's about it, really, isn't it? As far as the Patreon goes, you've got uh, some books yeah. stuff to plug though, JP, on the uh, the free feed as well. I have. I've uh, just recorded Andor uh, tonight, episode nine, um, uh, which was a cracking episode. Again, I'm not going to bother talking it with you two because <laughs> I feel, again, I'm wasting my time ah. at this point. It's very good. <laughs> I just say watch it. Like, honestly, what, watch this. You don't even need to, you can watch, you don't even need to watch Rogue One. WH was messaging me saying it's basically the Oz, but in Star Wars form. JP, it was Oz. That's what he was trying to sell me on it to get me to watch it. There's a few it. different like... plot twists about what's going on behind. Like, it's bleak. I'm getting yeah. the prison atmosphere. They deal with the passing of the time in a slightly different way. Right. <laughs> yeah. Which is is not in a way that's kind of like, almost like Papa Lazarou of You're My Wife Now that appears to happen in <laughs> Oz. Um, that, that's there. But no, so uh, recorded that. Um, uh, as well, which is great, and I uh, was recently on PW Torch with Alan Farrell talking about Satoshi Kojima. Um, last week that was brilliant, that was great. That was just like a kind of wonderful chat, and we had and we kind of meander around the place talking all things Satoshi Kojima. So that was brilliant. Got the MLW stuff in there as well, the proper stuff. Um, 
there i'm trying to think of what else i've done in the meantime we'll have the daily updates i'm doing one tomorrow evening i will say at this stage i'm hoping we can do a spotlight next week but like just to prepare in case that there isn't don't be entirely surprised as well nobody messages me at uh, three in the morning on twitter thank you no um, yeah. <laughs> i'll be in you just in case <laughs> no exactly but when you are back we'll be doing well you'll have watched historic crossover as well wouldn't you no. At the same time, maybe no, I'll fit it in. Maybe. But it'll be, we'll certainly be watching what talking about all out as well. Um, all out full gear. No, we'll talk about all out. That only happened a couple of months ago. Nice, and <laughs> so yeah, loads going on there. And also, you should you mention the Grapple FPL, which is next week, it's going to be the last show. Before the last game, the yeah. yeah. This, or the this, one, uh, this one coming up Thursday, yeah, be the last one again. Uh, I play you better in the draft this week. Get me Shek and win, hopefully, over the end of the season. The, the <laughs> fucking Spurs scoring that goal fucked me over. Fucking Trent, sorry. For the 30 people who miss our FPL banter on this show, you can find it there in two-hour form because we don't do short podcasts. Um, live every Thursday on uh, on Twitch. No, I'm having a great time doing that. Me, uh, Andy, uh, Jamesy, and Crystal and I have uh, kind of turned into the starting lineup. We get little run-ins. You know, we've got uh, Connor and, uh, and Martin coming on uh, this week. Matty's done a couple of run-ins. Gareth and, uh, and JP have uh, been on as well. Got a bit of a rotate, rotating uh, cast of characters. Like a, like a five-a-side team. That's what it is. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, last yeah. one of that for uh, this half of the season is on Thursday. Unless while I'm away, the lads decide to uh, to do a little bonus one, and maybe there'll be some World Cup content coming as well. So keep an eye out for, uh, for all of that. Matty, um, you've actually got plugs as well this week. Yeah, yeah, I'd say on the uh, Must See Matches podcast with Kieran and uh, Mark, I was talking about the first Hell in the Cell match, Undertaker Shawn Michaels from '97. Had a great chat there with the lads. You may, if you listen to it, you, you'll see. Maybe we disagree on the Undertaker, so uh, just uh, listen out to that one anyway. And uh, <laughs> I enjoyed it. Uh, always enjoy it with the lads talking about the matches. Really enjoy. It. Like with us, you become like their uh, WWE correspondent. Uh, yeah, they did build me as that, and, and I'm honoured with that. Like, so uh, hopefully they ask me on again, maybe down the line for another WWE match. So um, yeah, it's got your LinkedIn profile, mate. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I appreciate the lads asking me on. And as I say, I really enjoy it. It's, it's a good, uh, great podcaster. Fantastic. And yeah, the only thing I'll say is, yeah, uh, obviously I'll be uh, away next week, but we'll be in Newark if anyone's uh, in the area. I'll be live at uh, mm. the Post Wrestling live show at QXT's nightclub uh, the day of uh, of full gear. Um, so that should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to meeting WH uh, for the first time. John, Way, mm. Andrew. Um, you lost that battle. Last week, the whole gang, Braden, Davey, lots of uh, lots of uh, people who are going to be uh, in town for that. So yeah, can't uh, absolutely can't wait for that. So yeah, if you're in town, come along, come say hi. Um, should be at a, a great day the uh, the afternoon of a uh, full gear. But yeah, feeling that plenty going on the Patreon, plenty of people to jack out. I guess we'll catch you all again soon. Get up. Bye. See you, that woman with Vince looks a lot like his daughter. Just so. <laughs> And that makes the show images. Good night, all. (laughs) (laughs) We the best music. Another one. DJ Khaled. I like the wretchedest women. Go. G6, let's get it. Rich niggas coming down to the city. On God. Yo, bitch, outside getting litty. Acting like a menace, standing on the couch, standing on business, drinks in your mouth, swallow don't spit it, party all the time, feeling like Diddy, feeling like Billy, God did, God did, I'm a witness, I just sent 50 bottles to bitches, know the gang getting the vip by the penis, still in the meeting, be back in a minute, the phone talking chicken, we the best.
blessed, we keep winning. We the best. The party won't stop, it won't finish. Let's get it. Let's get it. Get it. We did it. Did it. I'm committed. committed. We all in it. In, it. in the city. city. We get lit. lit. Get out your feelings and go get some benches. God did. God did. I'm a witness. Ooh. I just sent 50 bottles to bitches. Ooh. Know the gang getting filled by the penis. Still in the meeting. Be back in a minute. I tell her activate. Throw it back. It got an aftertaste. Patty cake. Call me six figures of patty face. Patty. With the school and hard knocking. I graduated. I can't fuck with that bitch. She be aggravated. If I can't get that bag, I'm agitated. Bad. She popping that ass, but she graduated. Bobby. On shoes at the party, it's animated. They keep telling me it's my time to tone it, hot grind like fuck it, I gotta take it. it. Angels watch over me, looking at demons and shit. Can't run, you gotta face it. When they give up on you, they don't even fuck with you. Fuck em. Take it back to the base.